This episode of Acting Up Podcast was recorded pre-quarantine. Please forgive any insensitive references or jokes concerning the coronavirus. Our thoughts and prayers go out to all the victims of COVID-19. Stay safe and stay at home. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Say hello to my little friend! I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. Keep your friends close, but your enemies closer. A boy's best friend is his mother.
old friend, new face again. Look, who's, who's that? Oh, wait a minute. Who's that? I don't recognize it. Wait a second. Wait a second. Who's that? that? Oh, it's Chicola! Producer Chicola Thompson in the house! Chicola missed a couple of episodes. I don't know. I, I was kind of, I don't know. I just fucked about it. I don't know. You know, it's, you know. She, 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 she was dearly missed. She was dearly missed. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I couldn't, I mean. It was different in here. It was just, the energy was different. Yeah. But who was that girl trying to take her place? She kept on saying, y'all need a producer? That was, need a producer? Uh, who was that? That was, that was the big <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was the who? <laughs> I don't know, I just said, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 Yo, but for real though, like, all, all jokes aside, like, this, this, this corona shit's getting out of control. Like, yeah. like, people are going crazy in the shopping centers. They, they're taking... Toilet paper, the water, they're stocking up. They're mm. doing self quarantines and mm. all this shit. Yeah. I mean, isn't self quarantine just called not having a job? Uh, like, I think so. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, I haven't packed up on anything because I figured I just go to my neighbor's house. I'll just break in somebody else's house. I'll borrow some sugar, like, you know, your neighbors. Mm. I'm, I'm not panicking. Hide your kids, hide your wives. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not panicking on this one. Ma Malik coming. <laughs> Hey, I'm not gonna panic on this one. You know, he's gonna I mean? just come with uh, Corona fingers. <laughs> you know, I decided. You know what? I decided I want to make up with everybody I gotta beef with. You know, so I want to bring them on apologize. the show. Apologize. No, no, I want to bring them on the show, and I want to look at them. In, I want to look them in their eyes, and I want to say, "Listen, do we have a beef?" Oh, that's not an apology. No, no, no. But I want to know. Now, because no, now know. we have a beef first. But I mean, yeah, but well, like so. Basically, like he, he's he's up. in the in the corner now behind the eight ball on some like. No, 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 no. Nah. No, what no, makes no. you say that? No, no, oh, no. You don't have to apologize for nothing. Oh, watch out. Hey, watch it. No, no, no. No, I think that this is the show we can iron out all our beefs. Whoever we got problems with, we bring them on the show and we have a sit down. If it goes awry, <laughs> look, 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 look. I don't know. I don't know. It makes a good show, huh? I, this guy's trying to take it loving hip hop, yo. No, 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 no. This ain't, no, no, this ain't loving hip hop. It's a family show. Malik won't be throwing show. his Jamesons. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, no, 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 no. The guy in the show. car. The guy with the car from last week. Who's that? Oh, the, the guy you beat up in the car. <laughs> Watch him. You know what? Whose side are you on? Are you working? Who are you working with? That's why he got this suit on. You just came from court. <laughs> you just came. You, yo, we knew something had to be up, yo. Yeah, yeah, for real, for real. He don't look like, uh, you know, Clint Eastwood tonight. Hey, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to be comfortable. Hey, you know what I mean? Got to clean up my image. Thank you. Thank you. Well, you know what? It's a, it's a good look for all of us. Thank you. Thank it's you. That cowboy outfit, man, it was really. Hey, listen, I, I do my Western <laughs> thing, but don't worry about it. So, how was your day today, Cisco? You know, it's actually pretty good. It, it, it was cool, man. Um, it rained. Yeah. It rained, so it was, it was just one, kind of one of those mellow days. And I think my son felt it because he was kind of like just lazy all day. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You know, you just fall asleep on your chest, like, ah, uh, you know what? I'd take a nap real quick. But you wake up too quick. Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah. When I'm like, yeah. You know, you, you you sit there like, okay, it's been 15 minutes. I think he's really asleep. I think I'll go to sleep. There's, like, there's a trick to that. I don't know if you want to. I, I should share it. There's a trick. I told you. Wait, what I got to do? Yeah, oh, wait, hold up. No, Malik. Kids Moultrie. I swear to God, they go to sleep for hours. Yeah. It's we, amazing. We, we heard that story. It's amazing. Nah. <laughs> they go to sleep for hours. It's a true story. I'm, I'm good. I'd rather give him some tequila. No. <laughs> we're, 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 these are just all around. Jokes. All this jokes. is all comedy. All don't be showing up at my door talking about, we're taking your kid. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I, 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 wanna, but, I wanna I wanna hear one of your stories, one of your stories. Like uh I mean, it's not always good when it comes to this career of ours, you know, this thing called yeah, acting, yeah, yeah. right? I mean, is there anybody out there that you wanna talk to and personally iron out some things where we hear live? Yeah, actually I yeah, do. Yeah, there yeah, there are two yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. No, oh, three. Oh, three. Yeah. One is Tarantino. Okay. Why haven't you put me in one of your films yet? Two is Spielberg. Really? Oh. Why haven't you put me in any of your films yet? But that's and three is Martin Scorsese. Scor 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 yeah. Why haven't you put me in any of your films yet? Yeah, but I mean, that's, that's... I don't care. I could be the newspaper. Extra, extra. No, read no, all no, about no, it. No, no, Yo, no, what? No. That, no. Who do you have a real beef with? I got beef with nobody. That's why I got so many friends. See, oh. you on the other hand, I mean, the people you beefing with are on your live right now. Like that's right, Malik. I see you. I see you, son. Yeah, you think everything's sweet in that suit? Oh, you think you think you better than us because you on a podcast now, son? We see you, cell block D, nigga. So, so you happy with the the state of the industry? That's what you're trying to say. You're happy about oh, things. Oh, well, right? that's a whole different story. Okay. Nah, you know what? I can't. I can't be mad. I'm blessed. I got. I got. I got a lot of pots on the stove right now, and they bubbling. So I'm just really excited. My my, my film company, Melting Pot Entertainment, nice. is really taking off, and mm. you know, I'm, I got some. I got some things. Cats is. They gonna be. They Surprise. gonna be. Yeah, they gonna. They gonna be uh, pleasantly surprised. Nice. But you know, I got like three different shows coming out. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? That's uh. That's doing well, and um, as an actor. Mm -hmm. But uh. Yeah, I can't complain. I got a beautiful six-month-old son. Yeah, you know what I mean? Blessing. That's a blessing. I've been on, you know, I'm on audition, and I'm, I'm taking my son on. He had his callback. I told the last show that he had a callback. Mm -hmm. He went on his cold callback. He killed it. Right. You know what I mean? Like he it's just natural. He just gets wow. in other people's eyes. He's laughing. <laughs> I'm like, yo, this is. If they don't pick him, they stupid. Right. Because, you know, no offense to any of those parents that were there with their kids, but there's some ugly kids. There's some there. ugly kids out there. <laughs> I swear to God. I, yo, <laughs> I, not, I don't care what any woman say, anybody. Right. I, I love kids. I love kids. But there's not every baby is is pretty it's or a cute. Cooper baby. Yo, my God. No. Some, some of them got cantaloupe heads. Oh they my just God. just eyeballs. Smart one, kids. one kid, his eyeballs were so close together. I was like, wait, is that, how's, that even, how's that even possible? possible. You know what I mean? Is he like, seeing double? The, the only thing that we, <laughs> did, you know, that's what that looked like. <laughs> Yo, I was like, the only thing separating his, his eyes was his nose. Like, right. just, right. <laughs> like right. a little, right. just a little piece. Well, we do love the kids. I mean, I don't want to bother I love kids. kids. I, I, I mentor yeah. kids. Matter of fact, my mentoring no, program got put on hold. Whatever. Shout out to Young Storytellers program. You know yeah. what I mean? The mentoring program. Yeah. You do a program. lot for those kids. It's dope. Tell they, the they, people they, what you do for those kids. Yo, Young Storytellers mm -hmm. is an organization um, where they have mentors, writers come in, and they teach them how to make a five-page script. Dope. And, you know, basically a short movie, a five-page short movie. It could be about anything, as long as it's original. And we don't, like, say, no, that's you should do this, you should do that. We just keep on saying, and then what happened? And then what happened? You know, like, everything has to derive from them organically. There's nothing that should come from us except help with structure, elements, settings, you know, all the elements mm -hmm. of a movie. You know what I mean? Characters, plot, middle, end, wow. uh, lesson, Climax, all that stuff. And 
at the end, when they're finished, they have a, what's called a, a big show. Mm -hmm. And at the big show, they have real um, actors, real Hollywood actors, you know, trained actors, and they come in and they perform their script up for, um, for them nice. on stage. Nice. And then there's a biggest show where six students out of the 60 schools that they do the program at um, go down to the Nokia Center down at LA Live or somewhere big like that, and A-list actors come in. Like Jordan Peele, mm. um, some of the cast from Saturday Night Live. Malik uh, Barnhart. I haven't yeah. seen you there, but okay. yes. Right. Well, uh, soon, soon comes. You never know, you never know. Soon comes, soon comes. <laughs> yes, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. Hey, no, you know what? Honestly, yo, I, I want to be one of them actors performing their, their script for them. I've done it at the... Um, at the uh, at, at the their big show at their at their elementary and I can't even front yo that shit is exhausting as an as an actor right because you getting about like ten little kids they may pick you they may not but mm -hmm. if you if you do like we audition for them and you know like I could do this and I could be mean and I could be a nerd and I could be and they're like so already in their mind they're like oh he's gonna be the the evil hamburger head he she's gonna be the mermaid that lives in a shoe you know what I mean like right, that's right, how crazy right. their stories I are. should start a program I was thinking about it you just it just came to me I should start a program teach kids how to break in a car and how to get away <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure they teach that every day on New yeah. Jersey Street. I think. Well, I, listen, listen, listen. You I can, think the bloods got that a on lesson, lock. There's a lesson to be learned and stuff like that. You get caught, you do the time. Don't do the time if you don't do the crime if you can't do the time. There's a lesson in it. It's a metaphor. It's metaphoric in nature. I don't think you're good. How'd you think I learned? How'd you think I learned? Yo. No matter what, how this dude dress, you can do anything, he's still, he's still a thug, yo. What? No, he's still a thug. Say that with this guy. He's just he. He's like, where did you bring me on? What's going on? I clean up nicely. You know, young storytellers, they're dope. If you guys want to be mentors for him, you can hit up on Instagram. You know, and and it's really dope. You don't have to be a writer, writer per se, to uh. Cause you'll learn as as they learn, but right. you're you know you're gonna get it quicker. So you'll just be mentoring them. It takes nothing just to be there for an hour. You know what I mean? Right. And um, it's like once a week for an hour at all these different um, what do you call it? Elementary schools, wherever What's the name of you may be. Young storytellers, all right? Young storytellers program. That's dope. And, uh, on top of the young young storytellers. storytellers. Yes, 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 yes. Right. yes. Here's something. Oh shit, that's me. Oh, that's you. We got a caller calling no, in. Spam. Oh, let's, let's have some fun with some spam real quick. Answer it. Hello? Yes, it's uh, Queen Rock TC here. <laughs> <laughs> you sound stupid, man. They pay you for that? <laughs> uh, sorry about that, guys. I thought he was oh, a caller. You know what I mean? They pay a lot for that. Yeah. They, because we have a 900 number, so every time they call, they pay. He's acting up. We just be acting up. $10 for every comment, you can see. So, so, okay, so, so, okay, so, let's move it along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you did your thing with the young hit makers, filmmakers, all this kind of stuff. <laughs> hit makers, you got the You got the baby on a, on a, on a callback, three callbacks. He's smiling. He does his thing. He's mulching them right. <laughs> I taught you that. <laughs> no, no, um, we are not mulching <laughs> baby soul. You know, um. Today you told me to dress nice because we had a special guest. I, yes, you, yes, you, you, you have a T-shirt on though. I'm, I mean, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I, mean, I just wanted to make sure that you didn't, you weren't embarrassing 
Come on, I mean, I, I, I'm ready for this. Somebody told me I look like David Letterman, though. Is that a compliment? No, probably not. He's no. an old white man. <laughs> but he's knowledgeable he's and smart. rich. He's <laughs> yeah, so, 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 you made something happen today. We got a special date. This is a special day, yes, you no, know, we, for a, us. A, usually we record on a Tuesday. Uh -huh. but, you What's know, today? Because, uh... Thursday. <laughs> yeah, we, <laughs> we went to the other T word because we're, our guest is is right now on a book tour. Really? Of, of her most recent, most recent or first, first most recent first book. Wow, that was good. And, that was good. You put that really <laughs> but, nice. yeah, but she's been all over domestically the U.S. promoting this book. I met her when I was in Sundance this uh, past January. Okay. And um. You know, Sundance is a lot of fun. You never know what you're going to get into. It's just one long street of nothing but, you know, they, they turn in every shop bar into something. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like the, the sneaker shop is now the CAA party, you know what I mean? Wow. Or the Cannon Lodge, the IMDb Lounge. Um, and I went into this joint that was supposed to be the Pizza Hut joint because I was hungry. Right. You know what I mean? Right. I'm like, ooh, Pizza Hut having a party? I was like, I can eat. You know, what I mean? <laughs> and, so, and so, and and you know, stuff in Sundance is expensive. So, so is it like, is it like Can? Uh, Sundance is like Can. I've never mm, been to Sundance. You know what? Can is just on a whole nother level. It's still like Can, and then if you know where to go in Can. Oh, it, so what's the main street? What's See, the main street? Like in, Sundance, um, you can't like they. You can't hide Sundance from Park City. You okay. know what I mean? Park City. It's always. It's like oh shit, it's going down. It's like, you know. Miami during What's ABFF. the main drag? What's the main street? I don't know any drags, but the main street is Main Street. Oh, Main Street. So, yeah. Yeah, I get that. So, it is a little different because you get in, in France. Well, it's in, one, it's in, one in big Kansas, hill. you have the croisette. La croisette. La, 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 la croisette. Now, imagine you say, Yo, where you going? I'm going down to the la croisette. La croisette. La croisette. No, Come see, on. la croisette, is, there's people walking up and down, yeah, but there's beautiful. not like... Oh, let's go in there. I mean, they do, you know, they got the Acura or Grey Goose thing, right, tent. Right. But just think of just tent after tent after tent. Or shop after shop after shop. It's just something going on. And it's a big-ass hill. So whatever party's up here, and the Pizza Hut party was mad far up the top of the hill. Mm -hmm. I was really mad about that shit. But after that was the HBO party that was really popping. But <laughs> and then the Black House is down here. So everybody always meets at the Black House. You know what I mean? Especially if you a filmmaker of color, Latino, black, you know what uh -huh. I mean? Or just if you just want to be down with the brothers. <laughs> no, Black House be popping. So you walk into this pizza shop. So yeah, so boom. And gotta keep me we got, yeah, thank you, thank you. Brought me back around. And so this young lady was talking. She was up on the stairs. It was like, it was like kind of one of, one of those bars where like, you know, it wasn't, it, it wasn't that big, but it had a stairs that went upstairs and she was like in the middle of the stairs and Everybody was just how many stairs? I need to know how many like, stairs. Maybe she was on the fourth or fifth. Okay, that's you know important. I mean? <laughs> and um, she was up there talking about her book and just about Hollywood. And she was like, "Yo, you know, we got to get rid of these white men out of Hollywood." What? Huh? What's she? And this I, is the white. And, 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 and I, I was, I, I was listening. I was like, "Okay." I was like, "You got my attention." She must be a strong and, sister. And so, but, but, and, and, and I had just came from the women in film panel, so there was a lot of like Sundance this year was very so you, you know, don't feel women, women driven, you know what I mean? Which is a beautiful thing, you know what I mean? There was a lot of like things geared towards towards that mm -hmm. and um, the LGBTQ community and all that and. Um, 
I walked in, I was like, I was, okay, what am I about to see right now? Like, you know, you know a woman bashing the males in Hollywood. Like, okay, I'll listen. And then she's like, yo, the, the white men in, in Hollywood need to be getting out of there. The, the ones in power, which are them, you know, because not only are they holding back women, but they holding back blacks and Latinos. Mm. And I was like, oh, yeah, preach. You must you be know a black I mean? panther. Yeah, I was, yeah. I was like, yo, was I was like, you know what? Woman, right? I was like, yo, this, this is... I, I'm here for a reason, you know. I mean, I, I needed to hear this. Right. And as soon as she she was finished, and you know, was mingling around, everybody was saying, "Hey, I, you know, I had to invite her on the show." You know, what I mean, I was like, yeah, "Yo, I, I think I might even said, I was like, I fuck with you." I was like, "I need you on my my web uh, my podcast." You know, yeah. what I mean, when mm -hmm. you come to LA, and it just so happens she's on a book tour for her book called "The Wrong Women in Hollywood." Wow. And. Strong newbies. Uh, strong black woman. Uh, strong black woman. The wrong kind of woman. Oh, oh, right there. Come on. The wrong, the wrong kind of woman. Hey, pass me that right the there. Pass me that right there, please. please well, you want to you want to show the book now? I mean, do you yeah. want to show the book now? Well, I just want to give her a proper introduction. You know what I mean? All right. Do that right. You know what I mean? Do that right. You know the wrong kind of women inside the rep. Inside the revolution to dismantle the gods of Hollywood. Oh wow. And with that being said, she's also an accomplished producer. Actress, award-winning actress. She she killed the film festival circuit with this one film that she did and won lots of awards. She produced another film and she went on a whole 30-day or longer than that mm -hmm. <laughs> tour all over the U.S. to promote it and show it and screen. Like she is the true guerrilla filmer, independent filmmaker, woman filmmaker. You know what I mean? She does it all. She acts. She writes. She produces. She she's a published author. Give it up for really? Naomi McDougal Jones. Yeah, yeah, that she is. Hey, what's up, Naomi? What's going on? This is already the most fun podcast I've ever been on. You, 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 heard you that. got that right. I, I like I like her already. <laughs> wow, welcome. Thanks for having. Thanks for being here. You know, I don't know the way he introduced you. I, I thought you were African American of some sort. But, but hey, listen, you know, we got a lot in common. You're part of the struggle. I understand. Yeah. No, you, you really are. You got to get rid of these dirty old white women. These old nasty, mean. Well, I mean, well, it's just my point is white men in the U.S. are about 30% of the population. They direct 95% of the movies. Damn. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. messed up. That's not fair. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's just not a reasonable set of facts. Like, on, on, on your TED Talks, everybody, she got a TED Talks. Go to TED Talks and look her up. They, it's like over a million viewed. But on your TED Talk, you, the way you start out, you talk about your journey in Hollywood. And, you know, you talking about being a woman in Hollywood and trying to navigate to the top was no different story than than me as a Latino or him as a black man. You know what I mean? Like, it was the exact same story. It was just like, yo, your plight is being a woman, is being black, me being Latino, you know what I mean? And black. <laughs> so, <laughs> but with that being said, I, I was able to connect to so many things that you were saying, you know what I mean? Like, that's what, that's, that's, that's I think, what really has, has drawn me to, to do you. I'm like, yo, she got the same story but you and you keep it real it's just not like one-sided like yeah you're a feminist but it's also it's not like you 
like, yeah, but I don't mess with y'all. No, it's just a collective group that needs yeah, to get together. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, like I said, that means that if they're 30% and they're controlling virtually all of the stories that are being told. And we're buying the tickets. We're buying the tickets. We're seven, that means 70% of us are absent from the cultural narrative, which is fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like that Church. Is, it, that's a really big problem. The fact that 80 to 90 percent of all of the leading characters that we've ever seen on screen were men, were overwhelmingly white men. Like that is a huge problem. Right. Even, Even when, when it was a black person or a Latino, they, they still playing. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like yeah. yo, you guys gotta have West Side Story. West Side Story. Nobody's Latino. Tonto from Eat Blood. Yeah, he wasn't right. I mean, I love Johnny Depp, but come on, man. You telling me that there's not one talented Native American dude? That you could have put on the map, you know what I mean? Like, it, come on, it's just, it's just, it's just ridiculous, yo. They do it all the time, and they still do it, and it's like, come on. Well, you know what, Cisco? When you first told me about Naomi, hold up, make sure I'm right. When you first told me about this young lady, Naomi, this wonderful young lady guest we have here tonight, when you told me like this story, you told me the same story you just, you just said just, just a minute ago, and I thought immediately, I said, you know what? See. A lot of people don't really register with this, but white women and black men have always had a lot in common because they always felt like they were being, and I have to say black women as well, always felt like they were being held back some sort. You know, you're a good housewife, you're good, you, you, can, do, you can spend a credit card, you can do whatever you want, but listen, no, 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 no voting, no okay. voting, you know what I mean? Yeah. So you coming from that yeah. train of thought. Can we rewind it a little bit? Like, how did you grow up? How did you yeah. come into this way? Where, where are you from, first of all? Damn, I'm good. <laughs> I'm, I'm from Colorado. Okay. Um, and I wanted to be an actress from the time I was four years old. That was like the driving ambition of my life. And somebody, my best friend at one point told me that real actresses live in New York. So then that became my ambition <laughs> to move to New York. Right. Yeah, yeah. And I. But I, what I care about was storytelling, right? That's why we do any of this, is that we want to tell stories that reflect our experiences of the world, that move people, that make people think differently about the world. And I went to acting school in New York, and I got out, and I started auditioning against 300 other incredibly yeah. talented women to play Naked Corpse Number 4. Wow. And the super supportive girlfriend, or, like, the housewife who, like, nods a lot and, like, is really nice and supportive. <laughs> and I was just like, this is horrible. Like, what are we doing? And yeah. this, like, not only... This, these, these characters that I'm going in for don't reflect the women I know in my life, and I'm sure you've experienced yeah. the, the flip yeah. side of my it. My friends laugh at me when they see me on TV, because I got a gun in my hand, I'm sticking someplace up, and that's like the total opposite of me, so they'd be like, look at this guy, that ain't Cisco, but I mean, hey, you have to stick up a few people to get to the top. Right. But because it's, it's this tiny portion of the population of white men control writing the narratives, directing the narratives, controlling the narratives, and they've just decided what the rest of us are allowed to be, right? That's what the that's why books called the wrong kind of women, because like every per woman who's a real woman mm -hmm. gets told that she's the wrong kind of woman in some way or another, because like you don't fit into this neat little yeah. stereotype that they've designed for you. Um, and so then I, after a couple of years of that, I was like, well, this isn't why this isn't why I'm doing this. I, I, I want to tell stories that matter yeah, and, right, right. and that reflect my reality. And so then I became a filmmaker. 
and I set out to make my first feature film for $80,000, and it was like very scrappy, and we didn't go to film school, we just had to ask people to have coffee with us and tell us how to make a movie. Wow, you, you, you fundraised on that, right? We did. Crowdfund, uh, so like Indiegogo? So we did Indiegogo for about half of it, and then we like scraped together small investments for the rest. 80000 that's a big one. How much did you yeah. get on the, um, on the crowdfunding? Um, so we ran two different crowdfunding campaigns. The first one we got ten thousand, and then a year later we ran one for twenty thousand. Wow! Yeah. Nice, That's nice. Incredible. And then see, so you shot the whole movie for eighty. But I mean, well, eighty included post and film festivals submissions. What's the name of the film? Imagine I'm beautiful. And you won a lot of awards with that one. Yeah, but you won Best Actress at the New York International Film Fest. Yeah, I did. Leading actress, yeah. Yeah, but before we got to make it, so I was making it with some female colleagues, which we didn't realize was like a radical feminist act, right? We just were like we're working with cool people, and uh, people started saying to us in meetings, "Well, girls, you know that you're gonna have to get a male producer on board at some point, just so that people will trust you with their money." Mm -hmm. And sort of like over and over, telling us, "Well, nobody wants to see stories about women." Like yeah. really have to think about something else. Oh, obviously, 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 they live in a cave right now. Right. <laughs> it's so, it was so crazy. And and then I started, and so that, then I was like, is that true? That can't be true. Women are 51% of the population. What are you talking about? And then I started looking into it and realized that, found out that women buy 52% of all movie tickets. And that actually films find about women make more money dollar for dollar than films by about white dudes, because... Of course, of, of course, course, of course, of course. And men wouldn't even go to the movies if they didn't take girls there. Right. <laughs> exactly. And women right. go to the movies in groups. Yeah. That's true. You know? Deep. Yeah. And they and they are very engaged on social media. Like, they'll get out of a movie. If they like it, they're going to tweet about Promoted, it. They're going to go on yeah. Facebook, tell all their friends to go see it. Like, obviously, like, yeah. common sense. Uh, and they still don't, don't do it. Now, were you... Because I know for me, when I moved to L.A., I was a little shocked. I was taken back because, yeah, I always wanted to be an actor as well as a kid. And I never th thought of myself as a certain type of actor, like, like you know, like he said, holding a gun or this or that. Yeah. I never looked at myself like that. I looked at myself like a doctor, a lawyer, a Laker, yeah. I don't know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, Fisherman? Did, did he say a Laker? I don't know. Did he say a Laker? <laughs> A guy by the lake, a laker. My lake, my lake's playing Kobe. I could be on the bench. I could be on the bench. The thing about it is, is that I found out that you were quickly put in the box yeah. by the way you look. And I thought we were supposed to get a makeup yeah. and make these characters and yeah. dress up. I yeah. thought it was just yeah. all make the No, thing. some people do. Like Leonardo, Johnny Depp, yeah. they, 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 well, they, they, they get to be whoever they want. Just imagine how yeah. great it is yeah. to be the, like in in, in their roles, not in their shoes, but just in their roles. They're having fun. Like, you're telling me I get to be Batman one day. Oh, I get God. to be a pirate Come on. in the in the real Caribbean for yeah. months. For real. I can walk around like a pirate and just yeah. you know act like I'm drunk and probably really am. Right. You know yeah, what I mean? Right. Yeah. <laughs> nah, so you're going to go over to that door and, and when you come out, you're going to take the little kid by off the bike and then you're going to say your spiel. Ten minutes later, Cisco, okay, here's the shot. You will run out the store and you're going to get shot. We ran out of uh, time. So you, we, you know, we don't got time for your, uh, your right. spiel. But, but, you're just going to get shot. But the thing, the thing is, <laughs> give them. No, the thing is, I think that Oscars should dedicate a portion of the show to newcomers. Because, I mean, Leonardo getting an Oscar, uh, uh, 
uh, Tom Hanks getting an Oscar. I mean, it's it's not yeah. overwhelming. I mean, yeah. we've been here before. Like you know, and you had enough practice to get to there, Oscar. <laughs> I mean, come on, right? you know, you're two hundred. No, yo, real, real talk. That's why I feel like kid actors. You know, like like the uh, Sixth Sense kid, like and people like that. Kid actors that are nominated. Gokland. No, that's that's I, that's, why I, that's why I said the name of the movie. Uh, but who is it? it? When when they're up against adults who have been in this business all their lives, and you're talking about a little kid, and he went there. He got like the two kids from Slumdog Millionaire. Yeah. They they killed that shit. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like I just feel like kids should definitely get. Car blanche over somebody who's been practicing, and they usually give it to that. Well, person. Wait a minute, you saying kids? I don't want to destroy the kid. Huh? I don't want to make a monster. Look what they did to uh, Tatum O'Neill, huh? And the father and the uh, they, they broke up after that. She won an Oscar over the dad. It was a it was bad. You don't want to give a kid an Oscar. Come, come on, on, they had to be bigger than yours, and that's a big head. That's I mean, right. <laughs> I still have my shit. Like, hey, we, we have they have the little awards. They get put the gook on them and all that. They got the green stuff, purple stuff. Yeah, that'll be fine. But 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 that that was for me. Um, it taught me a lesson, and I said, you know what? You can never put me in a box because I woke up as an artist. I always seen colors. You know what I mean. And and I refuse to be in a box. And if you keep, if you allow me, if you want me to play these characters over and over again, I'm gonna make sure they're different every time. Yeah. So that's right. what I pride myself yeah, yeah, yeah. on. Until yeah. you pick up the camera and you or you pick up that pen and you write your own. Yeah. yeah. But can I can I get a little radical on you for a second? Let's do it. I want it. radical. Yeah. I'm about to take my time. Let's get radical. <laughs> radical. Okay. So here's the problem. Films influ influence everything from our career choices to our relationship status to our hobbies to our purchasing decisions to our views of ourselves and our views of our other people and even our brain chemistry, our neural pathways, yeah. right? Wow. So we're not just talking about like what kind of shit jobs do we have to do, although that sucks for us and a lot of other people, but yeah. it's like, okay, so, so the films we watch impact everything about our lives. All of those stories almost are coming from the white male perspective, which is 30% of the population. So if you think about, and now we're exporting more films globally than ever before, right? So now we're not even just talking about poisoning the domestic yeah, yeah. culture, we're talking about poisoning the global The rest of culture. the world. We are at a point where we, we can't even see the world except through white men's eyes, I don't think, because they have shaped the entire visual language through which we think about the world and each other. Yeah. So it's so like these acts, these small acts of resistance are so important and so good, but also I think we have to think radically about what it how we actually tell different stories and get them to audiences who, as we're saying, definitely want to see them. Mm -hmm. Because now like we kind of we went through Oscar So White, we went through Me Too, we went through Harvey Weinstein, and now the studios are kind of like People are, people are yelling at them, and they're like, okay, well, we hired Ava DuVernay, please stop yelling yeah. at us. Like, right, right. Press release, and press she's release. black, we got a two yeah, for one. Totally right. <laughs> press release, press release, uh, go away. But, like, we're, women are, 70% of us are at 5%, we're not going to get to 70%, like, one at a time. And what we're really talking about is that this tiny group of people who are controlling all of the power and resources and fame and all of the, the stuff, like they don't actually want to give it up. And now, now this is a great, I, I'm glad you said that because, you know what, this is so deep, this is very deep. I gotta, listen, this is very deep. I'll tell you why. 
because I always say the white man at 30% is the greatest delegator on the planet. You know why? He's the reason why I got this tie on. I, mean, that's why I like it. I like the tie. It's the reason. Because <laughs> I'll tell you why. Because what happens is when you do get a, and I'm, I'm not necessarily picking, singling anyone out, but you do get an Ava du, DuVernay or you do get an Oprah or you who, or what have you, the mentality hasn't changed. You arrive, you're like, hold up, I got goals to go. Wait, listen, don't embarrass me. You gonna be here with those white people? Don't be here, man. You know, the mentality doesn't. It's, no one gets in there. Obama didn't become president and get radical. And you know what I mean? He didn't get radical. He got. Y'all should have never gave me the you know, and, and, and office. I think that's the thing because always trying to be politically correct. The thing I do, I can respect from a guy like a Trump is that at least. Sure. He is edgy enough to, to, to raise the eyebrow, to raise your eyebrow, sure. to, say, to make you question what he's saying. You know, someone is trying to go straight lace and just be even killed just to be accepted. You've been accepted. Now shake some feathers up in there, right? Right. Well, and this is why this continues, right? Because every time we get one through, then suddenly they have so much to lose. Anxiety. And right. very, very few people right. wow. in that position will then shake the boat because yeah. then they will be kicked back outside. Like, exactly. that's how Hollywood works. It's, wow. a, it's a ripple effect. They're, 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 they're scrambling to protect their legacy. They see their legacy slipping away from a black man being with their with their daughter, from them letting too many people of color or women into the studio to start making decisions, executives who are gonna have their jobs sooner or later, and it's like, yo, what's gonna happen to me? And then all of a sudden, all my movies and my point of view is not gonna be told anymore. You know what I mean? Y'all right. not gonna know how to think about women without me. Y'all right. not gonna know how to right. think about Latinos and blacks without me. And next thing you know, their, their, their pollution is gone. The, the, the water is finally clean. You know what I mean? Now, like, now, and now, they're afraid of yeah, that. They, they're afraid of losing their legacy, man. That's the biggest thing. They're they're seeing a culture that is mixed become like they're they think they're gonna be extinct and it's never gonna happen. No. You know what I mean? The thing they about, just need to give up some of the control exactly. and the power. The thing about it is Naomi, you said something on TED Talks that yeah. really interests me. Okay. Cause you don't hear it from a lot of people. You said, uh, what did you say? Damn it! You said, I want to see films from other people. I want to see other people's story. You know, from whoever. That's interesting because those are the things that, that is how we learn. You know, I went to Moscow once. I spent a nice two weeks in Moscow. I won't tell you the whole story, but it was a nice time. Uh, but Moscow, I had a, when I left Moscow, I had a really, a really, really new appreciation yeah. for Russians, for the Russian culture, their pride, everything. I learned some history, you know, and it, had I never touched down there, I would never know about the five churches and all this other stuff, you know, and it was really, really, it was impressive. Yeah. People have a way of life and people are proud of who they are. Yeah. And the thing about Women, white women, black women, black men, people of color, Latino brothers and sisters. The thing about it is we all have a story to tell and we should all be proud to sit at the table with anyone and look them in the eyes and say, yeah, I'm from North New Jersey. I used to do crime and I went to jail for a couple of years, but don't worry about that. <laughs> I used to do that. I used, you know what I mean? I used but, to do crime. That's a part of, if that's a part of your story, you know, but then I, on the flip side, I could talk about uh, Ukraine and Moscow and yeah. Greece and things like that. Yeah. That, that makes me full circle. Well, and, and that's, like, that's it right there yeah. because... 
from because film storytelling is a is a tool to build empathy to people who aren't like you, right? Yeah, it's, like that. It's yeah. a tool to resonate your own experience back to you. That feels good, but more importantly, it's a tool to develop empathy. So as little kids, we are all shown these films with these white male protagonists, and so from a very young age, we're taught to empathize with these people who are not like us. Right, but they are never asked to do that same thing right, with exactly. other people who don't look like because them. Right. they can't quote unquote relate. That's the point. I don't think so. You I, don't think that's it. I feel like you watch this so you can relate. Right. But you if, know what I mean? They were little kids. Like as a little kid, you're gonna like you don't have society hasn't messed, yeah, messed exactly. up your brain yet. You know, yeah. like you you're gonna relate to whoever is in front of you. But they but the because the movies aren't there because they don't have, they're not being given that opportunity. And it, it's like, it's not that they have an invalid perspective. They have a 100% valid perspective 30% of the time. It's just like... They're just telling their story. Mm -hmm. right. well, well, can I say something? I yeah. think that goes back to the... Uh, who purchases more black rap? White kids. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because they want to know about the culture, you know? Yeah. And, and if it, and play devil's advocate, if these white, 30% of white men that understand that, We'll let that go, they can make more money. Also. Of course, right. Well, the, and the biggest spending block is uh, Latino millennials right now. So, right. like, they're making completely the wrong content. They want to make money. Right, right, right. Money. Yeah. Right. Make it happen. Right. No, it, it's, 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 it's one of those things. And it's funny that, that the way, because who are you talking about? It, you're, I know you put gods on here. They think they're gods. They really do yeah. think that they're gods. You know, they, they have the control. They're the voice from above, and they're the Wizard of Oz out this morning. Well, you actually said you wanted to work with Spielberg and the script Sezzy. No. Okay. And, and I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And I stand and I stand by that because yeah. I just want to work with dope-ass directors, yo. I want to work with dope filmmakers. And when you constantly thinking that there's only four great actors out there and and let's put one black person in it. If we can't get Denzel, let's go get Michael B. Jordan. If we can't get Michael B. Jordan, then let's go get, you know, Forrest Whitaker. If we can't get Forrest Whitaker, let's get, you know what I mean? Like, why does it always have to be, there can only be one black superstar yeah. well, with a hit movie at that time. Well, I think know? that I think that we have to be honest and say that it's all about controlling the narrative. Yep. If I put Malik as the sexy man and he's getting laid in every film and the girls want him and he's sought after, then that guy is going to be the statue to, uh, to what sexy is. Like, yeah, um, I mean, you know, that's like Marlon Brando once yeah. was. I'm, I'm just saying, it's about controlling the narrative. I can't have my women chasing after you, is right. the mentality. Totally. And so, um, I know things. So in the beginning of the silent, in the in the silent era of films, in the big, very very beginning of the film industry, there were actually more women in the industry than men. There were more women writers, directors, studio heads. Wow. Uh, they were, and they were making. It was part of it was because everybody kind of thought it was a hobby. Like nobody thought it was really going to become a thing. And also, the men were away fighting World War One, and they were just kind of like, yeah, whatever, that's fine. Just <laughs> you can do that for right now. And women were making these radical movies about cross-dressing and abortion and <laughs> feminism, and they were being naked on screen and not in like an objectified way, but in like a fuck you, I'm a woman, I'm naked in this movie. And they were sparking riots in movie theaters around the country, and they were getting theaters shut down. Wow. And then talkies came around, and Wall Street realized that it was going to be a real industry and that there was real money to be made. 
and they, you can read in contemporaneous documents that they said to the guys in Hollywood, they were like, look, we'll invest money in this, we'll make this a real industry, but you've got to get the women out. Because, well, A, number one, they obviously don't know how to run a business, right? But two, uh, we're going to have a real problem on our hands in society if they keep making these movies and all these women around the country keep watching them, they're going to get all these ideas in their heads about what should be true. Yeah, 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 right? yeah. And it's been the same story ever since. And enter Buster Keaton. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> enter James Cagney. <laughs> get out of here. It's like, yo. Now, I, I mean, I'm not a total white man hater, but listen, <laughs> I want to sit at the table. I want to yeah. play a little bit, too. But again, it's, I'm, I'm, I married, I'm married to a white man. I don't hate white men. Oh, okay. hell no. Oh, no, hell. What the hell? <laughs> Why would you go and, <laughs> Why would you go and do that? 30% right there. He let you come here. <laughs> Please. You can't call a bartender. That's a little bit oh, like that's oh, Jenny, you doing like the thirty percent. Jenny from the block. Jenny from the block. I'm lost here. You know what I mean? But that's uh, what I'm we, saying. It's not like it's. We're not trying to. Like, little like, little we're not Jamie to and Ginger. Them, right? It's yes, just like, Ginger, hey, yeah. you're thirty percent of the population. How about you just make thirty percent of the stuff? Like, yeah. it seems pretty reasonable to me. So what are you doing? So what are you doing right now proactively? You have your book. Yeah. But what are you doing to spread the word? Is it, uh, I know that there's TED Talks. And, uh, yeah. You're, you're actually, are you writing a film now to? Yeah, yeah. So I've made two feature films that I've wrote, acted, and produced in. Nice. Um, and part of what I'm doing is, in my work as a filmmaker, trying to figure out ecosystems to make, to get films financed and distributed fully outside of the system. Uh, without ever meeting the, the white male gatekeepers to decide whether it's valuable or not. So with my second feature film, Bite Me, like you said, yeah. we just decided to distribute it ourselves. Tell, tell that story. That's that's a very, 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 very interesting um, story. She, she made a movie called Bite Me mm -hmm. um, for about a, a half a mil, and it's, a, it's about some real-life vampires and the... Uh, insurance the, the IRS, IRS agent that's gonna thank you very much <laughs> that's uh audit auditing the vampire society so in in, in society they're like there's some real life vampires people who think they're vampires that have to drink human blood to survive or at least they think they do and that's what her movie's about but so but it's romantic more, comedy <laughs> Yeah, and it's a romantic, and it's wow. a romantic nice. comedy, nice. you know, because I'm a big, big vampire fan, you know what I mean? But I, I mean, I, I'm more of the, you know, interview with the vampire, the, the Lost Boys, you know, like, stuff like that, like the, I, I like, I liked Blade, but I like vampire movies, yeah, you know what I mean? Did you like Blackula? Blackula was hilarious. It was a Kadeem Hardison. No, was the best. No, no, no. Blackula. Oh, oh, who are you? Oh, my bad. No, who is this guy? No, 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 no. Vampire in Brooklyn. Yo, yo. But you know what? I think Vampire in Brooklyn might be better. No, Vampire in Brooklyn was a great movie. That's Eddie Murphy. It was like, who the hell do you need? I would say great. It was okay. I mean, it was entertaining. It was stupid funny, all right? All right? But, you know, back, 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 back to uh, your flick. <laughs> what made you want to make a romantic comedy about real-life vampires? Um, well, I love romantic comedies. 
and um, I met a real-life vampire on the set of Boardwalk Empire and thought it was the most interesting thing I had ever, that ever happened to me. Wow. And so I started looking into this community, and it seemed like such an interesting way to look at communities who are very outside society and sort of, like... So, so my character, who is a vampire, ends up falling in love with her IRS agent, and it, it kind of ends up being about, like, how we're all just giant weirdos just trying to get through the day, and, like, it doesn't matter... It's just we're all human yeah. beings and we're all messy. And we all need love. And we all need love. And we're, we're all love. so terrified that we won't be loved for who we are right. in all of our complexity. So we finished this movie. It was so good. And we, um, we, we knew exactly who the audience for this movie was. But we started having conversations with distributors who were like, well... We love this movie, but we don't really know what to do with it. And I'm like, this movie sells itself. What are you talking about? It is a romantic comedy about vampires. Right. Um, and so we just decided, okay, well, look, we know where our fans are. We know who the audience is. Why do we need these these gatekeepers to pick us? We can just pick ourselves. Yeah. So we put out a call to our audience, and we said, okay, we're going to rent an RV, and we're going to drive around the country bringing this film to you wherever you are. And who, 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 who's your audience? Who, so who, who are you uh, targeting? So there were, there were basically three groups. So fans of vampire movies, fans of romantic comedies, and fans of Harry Potter, because our lead guy was Tom Riddle from the Harry Potter movies. Mm -hmm. Which was really exciting for me personally. That's, but it's that's not big. That's dope. No, no, that's dope. it's okay. That's you don't have to be excited. I was excited. <laughs> 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 um, don't worry, don't write that in the comments. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. um, so anyway, so so we so we knew that we had these audiences, and so we put out a call and we were like, "Tell us if you want us to come to your town." And we got seventy-two requests in forty-eight hours, and we're like, wow. well, "We can't do wow. 70 <laughs> but we but we can probably do 51. So we had 90 days, um, and we moved into an RV and just started driving around the country doing these screenings. And we invited people to come in costume. We asked them to dress dress however made them feel most joyful. And then we did a screening, and I was at every screening to do a Q&A afterwards, and then we threw a joyful vampire ball after every screening, which was like wow. sort of part costume party, part like community building event. Yeah, yeah. Now, can I ask you, yeah. what's the the dark side of being a vampire, uh, a modern-day vampire. I mean, I'm sure you investigate everything. Oh, yeah. Um, well, I would say the dark side is you, you, you get ostracized pretty quickly, generally uh, speaking, from uh, your uh. family. Like, but if you're friends with vampires, the, like, what do you need everybody else for? Because that's what real vampires do. Well, these would yeah. be the new friends, because they wouldn't necessarily yeah, yeah, right, be real friends, right? Right, right. it's community. a lot of sort of, like, chosen family stuff. Of, like, you only, you sort of end up in... But they're harmless, right? They're harmless. Yeah, yeah it's all consensual. It's, oh, okay. it's yeah, very. You would never. They would never attack anybody. They're, often they have contracts that they sign with their donors. Like it's all very. Oh wow. On the other donors, as so in they're drinking blood, blood. as, as yeah, in their yeah. blood donors. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Huh? yeah. It's, it's tough. Yeah. Yo, so. So just think, if side guy wanted to be a donor to a vampire, he'd, he'd have to go over there and, and and let her. You know, suck his blood. No, but they don't suck your neck, though, right? So, um, not not your usually wrist probably, neck, right? like wrists or back or. Has anybody heard of H? So I can get some. <laughs> no, no, they all get tested. It's all like they get tested. Everybody knows who's exchanging. Side guy, what do you have to do? Yeah. Wow. So yeah. if I get consent from someone, a female, yeah. you think it's going to be drinking her blood? <laughs> I mean, it yeah. can be. Yeah. Uh, 
So, but okay, but you know how like, let's just say, quote unquote, movie vampires, like you know, they 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 got their weaknesses. The you know the the, the light, the the cross, fire. To a real life vampire, what's their no, no. So they don't believe they're supernatural. Okay. If you bring up, if you make a garlic joke, they'll probably get very offended. It's uh, just like. Do they eat garlic? Yeah. With their so blood. Garlic, yeah. garlic's like the N word. So they don't en 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 engulf the, the the mental no no thing of being a vampire. They, Not, they just engulf it's a, the. It's a diverse community, so the perspectives vary. But generally speaking, they just they just believe that they were born with a need to feed on human blood to stay healthy. Now, do you think that's just an excuse to drink blood, and they're really on some like, you know? Anthony Hopkins shit, like, <laughs> like there's like I mean, signs I, of the lambs. Like. I don't. I. A lot of them talk about being a young kid and seeing blood, like a friend get cut or something, and like having this like visceral desire to taste it, which is definitely not something mm. I've ever experienced, and right. makes me be like, I don't know, maybe you do eat that. Who am I to say that you? No, I wanted to taste my own blood as a kid, okay. but that's well, not it. Well, I mean, and the, you, know, you never taste your blood. I had no choice. I mean, right. you know, <laughs> you know what it that is. That shit squirting now. You're like, oh, oh it's not a, it wasn't a fantasy, but I, yeah, yeah. 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 So, wow. Now, now, you're from Colorado, you said, yeah? Yeah. Where's Before your family Colorado. from? Um, like, ancestrally? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Scotland. You're a little Irish, yeah, I was yeah, going to yeah, say Scotland, that. Yeah. So you're one of the real people. I mean, your people. I mean, no, no, I'll tell you something. I'll tell you something. Brave, I'll, tell you something. I'll tell you something. I'll tell you something. Braveheart was their uncle. Really? Really? Uh, I am William Wallace. He's no, a legend. But, but, uh, but Robert the Bruce. Oh, the Bruce. Was the other guy. I'll tell you something. Yeah. I just you related oh, in somewhere down the line. Yeah. You found out. Yeah. So this is not. This is not. Ireland, oh. this is Scotland. Scotland yeah. Well, they, they're like cousins, you know that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah a lot, you don't, you don't a lot do of that. traveling back and forth. <laughs> Did you guys know, in the, sick, in the 60s, when we were having, like, when, we were, when, when, when it was like a Jim Crow and, you know, the fire hoses and the black folks and all that, so you guys do the same shit in Ireland. They are doing the same shit in Ireland, Protestant and Catholics. I always say Irish are the black whites. You don't say black, though. I know. Well, I mean, I, I, did, I did a thesis on slavery back in the day, and the first slaves that were brought over were actually in, uh, convicts from Scotland and Ireland. They just emptied the prisons and was yeah. like, take them. Right, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And then like they actually revolted. They They said that they were like, yo, we're not going to plant your crops no more. We're not going to do nothing. And they ended up out. starving of starvation because they refused to plant the crops. <laughs> right, so, but then they came to America and took on the same mentality and did it towards the end. No, it happened My thing is, my point is, is that when I said that about Ireland, is the fact that that, was, that struggle made you stronger. And it's, it's, it's She's Scottish. Give well, her that respect. Cousins, they cousins. Oh, what do you mean? You can't, you can't. Yeah, that's like only fights are going to start the fight. But the English have been doing that to the Scottish. See, I mean, there you go. For but call, but call a Scottish. Okay, I'm saying it's a good Scottish, but I was, I was, yeah, yeah. I was just making a point like, about no, Ireland. No, 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 no. I, I was, I was. She's gonna be what she. If she, I want her to be Italian. She'll be Italian. <laughs> no, but you know, but, no, but you know, when you say Latino, you just everybody's in the pot. When you say Latino, that's a whole different story. Or Hispanic. Oh, Latino. Okay. <laughs> I, I got off my point. But my, my but my point is, is, talking about that struggle, coming to America, and then taking on the same mentality as your oppressor. 
Yeah. It's kind of like a never-ending story. Yeah. You know absolutely. what I mean? Yeah. And 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 I want to commend you for acknowledging this fact and and fighting against that fact because that's that's a that's a, a, a steep hill to climb. And you stand out on the island unless you have a like you know you kind of like the uh, vampire group. <laughs> you know you got like four women like yeah. we're gonna fight. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, maybe that's why I related to them. Yeah, yeah. right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. That's what I mean because we all are outcasts to a degree or two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really like that. I like what I, I like. What, I like the fact that you know because I had people. Okay, so I have a kid. She goes to a predominantly white school. You know what I mean? It like drips of blackness in there. And the black people that are in there, they don't really kick it with me. Hmm. They like say what's up, but it's so fake and bullshit. I'd be like, I get it. please don't talk to me. You know I'd, be, I mean? I'd be scared. But, I'd be scared. But of the you thing too. about it is, I'd be like, come on, Jeff. Because Jeff, bro. it's that same. It, it's that same thing. It's the. It's a never-ending story. And how do we? How do we break that chain? And you, my friend Naomi, you are someone who really can exceptionally make your voice heard because people will listen to what you have to say and you can change the minds of a lot of people out there. Thanks, you know, I, I so. really believe that. Well, and I think to your point, it's really important that as we do try to take this power back and our voices back, that we don't do the same thing of right. just, of just uh, perpetuating that cycle, but actually try to figure out how to move together and, and work in non-hierarchical ways and right. actually shift this so it's not just a perpetual cycle of shitting on Well, I think that what you're doing is, you know, of course there have been people, women before you that I'm sure you studied. You, you, they pass the baton to you inadvertently and you're going to pass it on to your lineage and so on and so forth and that's how I believe the shift will change but I, I, you know? what, what's, 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 what's dope about, about you is the fact that you're just not pushing your own agenda and, and change and, and that, that systematic change has to come from within and within is the fact that we're standing on the outside as black and Latino we're standing on the outside you know, you, you are a white woman, so you, you still, you're, able, you're in the party. Yeah. So now you just have to get the message across. And what's dope about you is you're just not talking about women like, like a lot of feminists and, 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 and activists are doing. They're, they're like, that's, I get it. That's their, you know, Black Lives Matter ain't talking about, you know, women unless they're black women. You know what I mean? Like, you're talking about everybody. Wait a minute. And, and black that, Lives Matter is all about women. I mean, well, what, I'm, what I'm saying is Black Lives Matter. Oh, wait a minute. I'm sorry. I meant me, too. I'm sorry. I heard something else. I'm sorry. Edit that out. Edit that out. Yeah, good. So, what, 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 you're pushing that narrative for everybody, you know, so it's actually falling upon the right ears. Now, when we when we do, uh, you know, protests and all that stuff, Black Lives Matter, it's just going to the same people. We're sp actually speaking to ourselves. You know what I mean? Anytime minorities, black, Latino, are speaking, their rallies are in front of their people. You need to talk to the people who are actually in the power. And, and as a white woman, you can do that. You can get it upon the right ears. Just just having that talk at, at um, being on TED Talk, being, being in uh, Sundance, you know, because you never know. That guy may have never thought about even stopping by that party. And then, boom, there you go. 
speaking, he probably, he if he saw me on the stairs, he'd probably be like, that's not where we're supposed to go. It's, mm. it's over here. <laughs> you know what I mean? What's like, the response like when you get off stage and you're talking about things like that? What's the response? Do you get like Well, really... it depends what the room is, right? Uh, if the room is uh, is film viewers, the response is always like, this is terrible. What do we do about this? Like, why are we seeing these stories? Like, how do we fix this? If it's peers, right? If it's filmmakers and actors who are younger than me, who are beside me, who, you know, haven't made it in, if it's the same thing, like, what do we do? How do we fix this? Let's go. This is bullshit. But when I get into the rooms, right, the, the, the inside rooms, yeah, the, uh, the response is not that, and is, I usually get told things like, um, like I once had this uh, very famous indie film female producer who was my hero at the time come up to me afterwards and she said, I don't think it's a good idea to play the woman card. And I've seen, I've seen women lose <laughs> yeah, their careers her over a lot less than what you're saying. Wow. And I've been she, told that over and like we don't we don't talk about this. She was she, 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 she was giving you insider information. That's right. Well, that's my point. Is that, and that's why that's why the the word gods is in God, the gods of Hollywood is in the title because you're right. Like on the, they believe they're gods. They believe they're infallible. Yeah. But it, but the other thing about gods is they actually only have as much power as the number of people who believe in them. Exactly. So if we actually just stop believing in them, they lose their power. It's all made up. You know, and and what what came so Phoenix? He had one of the best uh, speeches that I've heard. Yeah. Uh, this this Oscar uh, go yeah. around. I mean, he Joker. was really, really crying out for togetherness. Okay. And one of the most powerful things he said, and I, I won't get it right, I'll, I'll mess it up, but he was just saying that everybody in this role, yeah. we are equal, you are my peers. He was talking about the little the little Mexican guy with the town walking by over there. He was talking about that woman over there who, who can't pay her rent. He was talking about that guy over there that looks like Malik. You know what I mean? But this is what he was doing. He was yeah. so powerful. Yeah. And then he bought the animals. He bought everything there. And I said, you know what? This guy is hurting inside. Yeah. And he's trying to say, look, this shit is not fair. Yeah. That's what yeah. I got from him. Yeah. I mean, yeah. but but he's he he's he's been uh Nominated and 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 he, and he won, but Joaquin has been on the other side of the stick a lot. He's been judged a lot, like yeah. you know, for whether it's his eclecticness, his 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 point of view, mm -hmm. his his extreme, you know, point of view on different subjects, and or not being able sometimes to articulate what he's actually or trying to weirdness. say. Yeah. Yeah, or yeah, people think he's weird, mm -hmm. but so so he's been ridiculed and and judged throughout the years, but. You up there and you got that Oscar in your hand, you got a platform right now, and all you can do is really speak your heart. You know what I mean? And, and I believe that message, that, that, that speech that he said, it was from the heart. Yeah. But whether or not it fell on deaf ears, you know. It didn't because yeah. we're talking about it. Well, we're, True. yeah, we heard it. True. Yeah, yeah we, exactly. Do, the thing about the Oscars that drives me nuts is like, particularly this year, Joaquin aside, because I agree with you that his speech was really good, mm -hmm. everyone was sort of behaving as though the lack of inclusion was something that was happening to them. You know, like mm -hmm. this sort of like that they could somehow be in on the joke about it with right, us. Like, right. it's so funny that we're all so white and old and male. Sure, like, yeah, yeah. like, you're so joke, right. Joke, joke, and we like, are white. But it's like, <laughs> you are the people. Like, that you are the decision like, makers. It's your actions that are resulting in these outcomes. Like, why are you laughing about yeah, this? This yeah. isn't funny, you yeah. know? 
And it, it's sort of like, it's so weird that the, the, the profound lack of personal responsibility and just moral courage. I mean, that's like when, when people tell me like, like oh, well, we don't, you, like, you, you're going to destroy your career if you talk about this. I'm like, but so what? Like, it's not you're working. You're not going to have the career you want if you don't. Right. right. And like, do you really care that much about getting your little, like, not too good enough piece of the pie to like, not actually stand up and be part of fixing it? You know, that's why we came up with that. I, I totally agree with you because that's why we came up with this podcast called Acting Up. Because <clears throat> the truth of the matter is, I don't care if we call Denzel, Meryl Streep, whoever you call, right now, they have a problem about something that's going on in their career. The truth of the matter is that we have to, it's not exposing anything, but it's kind of like putting that blueprint out. So the newcomers, people that's getting off the bus tomorrow, they can see, they can watch, and they'll know the potholes to go around. Yes. That's what it's about. Well, and they should be teaching this stuff in film schools, yeah, right? Yeah. Because the, the other yeah, problem, yeah. and then acting schools, because the other problem is we go in thinking, well, we're going to get to play cool parts. <laughs> we're right. going oh to get to be God. Christian Bale and like right. yeah, uh, yeah, transform. Yeah, yeah. And like, and then you spend like the first five to ten years of your career going, wait a minute, why am I playing? Why am I always holding a gun? Why am I always naked? Like, what's happening? And then like slowly, it takes you so long to figure out what's even happening. And like that then, whereas if they just said, look, here's the situation, it's super unfair, it's super messed up, but here are some tools to think about how to get around it, here are some strategies, here's how you make your own work yourself. Like they would, this whole thing would move forward so much faster. Right, like, well right sure. now it is, is, you know what, at, in this day and time, you could take your career into your own hands. So there, there's like how you just made two movies, Right now, technology is so easily accessible to you in your phone, on your computer. You you can you got editing software. You got cameras. These phones have 4K on them. Like you could really do anything, and not that you should. I'm just saying, if you're dope, you should be able to make anything dope. But if you're yeah. whack, whatever you use that's whack, like a phone, it's gonna be whacker. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say that. You know what I mean? And if you can't act, it's gonna look even worse on your phone. Well, this is practice. <laughs> anyway, it's okay. Yeah, it's it's yeah. practice. It's okay. Yeah. And so you should be able to like get out there and do your thing. But back in the day, there was no. There was like, uh, oh, so why don't you just make your own uh, movie? Yeah. You know what? And you know who put me onto this game way before. This game was even able to be accessible like that. Mm -hmm. I went to lunch with Bill Duke. Shout out to Bill Duke. I went to lunch with Bill Duke one day when I first got out here, and I, and I was excited. I'm like, oh man, you know, you know, you done fucked up, right? Mm -hmm. Hey, right, right, right. right. That's Bill up. Duke car wash. You know, so we'll see. So you said you came and in, in, into the gas station at twelve. You know what I mean? So or or, or Predator or Commando. You know what I mean? Like Abdullah in Car Wash. Come on, man. No, I'm sorry. Like Bill Duke. No, I'm saying like that. Yeah, Car Wash. That was the man in my mind. You know what I mean? I thought he was such a dope actor because it didn't matter what the movie was about, how bad the movie was, or how good it was. Like Bill always had this. You know, it wasn't just those saggy eyeballs. It was like Bill was there. He drew you into his scenes. And I just couldn't wait to ask him about acting tips. And so I'm like, so, you know, he's like, so what are you doing, Cisco? I'm like, yeah, I'm out here, you know, I'm, I'm booking stuff here and there, you know, commercials, guest stars. You know, he's like, I was like, so how do I, how do I, like, what's the secret, man? Like, what, how do I, how do I get where you at? Like, what do you, with, when it comes to this acting, like, like, if there's one thing you could tell me, he's like, man, forget that. 
He's like, just get write yourself a script and shoot it. And I was like, Church. Uh, yeah, I know. I mean, I got some scripts, but how do you like? What's 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 the acting, man? Like, what's yeah. what, what's up with the acting? Like, yo, tell me. You know what I mean? We were all from Melrose at this door. I was like, come on, I know you got some gems you can drop on me. And he's like, get a script, write your script, film it yourself. I was like, this guy is hating on the acting tips. I'm like, why would you just tell me what I need to hear? Like, Cisco, you need to study the method. Or the, you know what I mean? It's like, go to the Beverly Hills Playhouse, you know? And years later, over the years, I'm just seeing all these people just blow up, shooting their own stuff. I'm shooting my own stuff. And, and I'm thinking to myself, and I run into them, and there he goes, and I tell him, I was like, bruh, you told me something a long time ago that got me where I am right now, you know what I mean? Mm. But, I mean, to be honest with you, I was shooting my own stuff before, that's why I was like, I don't want to hear that, right. you know yeah. what I mean? I don't want to hear that, but there was no YouTube for me to take advantage right. of, right. there was no internet, there was no, you know what I mean, there was an internet, but it was like, it wasn't YouTube. Yeah. There wasn't a thousand platforms where you can just post your shit. Mm. I got VHS tapes up in there. If anybody want to buy them for five ninety nine a tape, it's a crazy Puerto Rican CPR Productions, Morgan State University. We got a whole lot of. Anyway, my bad. Yeah. But you know, there's there wasn't that to take advantage of. But right. that's why I think change is actually going to happen, and why I feel really hopeful because we have the opportunity that no previous generation of silenced voices has yeah. ever had, which is that because of the lowered cost of production, because of social media, because of streaming platforms, like we, there is this revolution happening of voices that have never gotten space before making their stuff. And yes, maybe it's web series, maybe it's for YouTube, maybe it's micro-budget feature films, maybe it's short films, but we're making it and we're getting it to audiences. And the more that audiences get a taste of that stuff, the more they're going to be like, oh, maybe... There isn't just cauliflower. Like broccoli tastes pretty good too. And like, right, right. then they're gonna be <laughs> like, "Hey, kale. hey, Hollywood, why aren't you making it right? Where's right. the kale?" <laughs> and like, I feel like it's this magma bubble that's coming bubbling up right now. And the more that we make stuff, the more that we get it to audiences, the greater pressure is gonna come on them. From we just gotta flood the market. Yeah, that's you know right. what I mean. I get caught up watching YouTube more than. charming, he was polished, and, you know, yeah. but damn it, we want to get up there and say, Wu-Tang, Lord of Kids, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, and have your mom be embarrassed <laughs> by the TV, right? Because, and I think that, I talked about that last, uh, earlier, last week when we had a show, and I was talking about nervous energy, yeah. and I, I think that, you know, like, I talk about myself as having nervous energy, nervous energy so I, I get bigger and that makes me comfortable 
And I think that when you get on a stage and you've worked hard and you've been told no and you get up there and you say exactly how you feel and <laughs> however it comes out. Fuck all y'all. All y'all that held me should never back. be politically correct <laughs> because now I'm not I'm not giving you the passion of yeah. how I made it when right. I was sleeping in the car, when I had sex by the rope. What? what? <laughs> Listen. When you sleep in the car. When I, I was sleeping like in I the said, car. Every episode he gets he me tooes himself. <laughs> every episode. It's just that, like no, no, no. Six, I say that's a jersey. I'm just saying my point is my point is is that my point my point my point is is that you know we all have a story to tell. And we sh- when we get up there and we accepting something that we accomplished, yeah. we should be as real as possible. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. You know, yeah. people get mad at Tiffany Haddish for bringing the chicken in the bag. Girl, I'm and they be like, man, she act too much. She embarrassing. No, she not. She doing <laughs> Tiffany Haddish, wow. and I can't we, do we, that. Well, you know who's you always know? always kept it one hundred and oh. all of his acceptance Malik speeches. <laughs> Spike oh. Leo. Spike Lee always kept it a thousand and all of his it's like he he couldn't help it like people say oh wait wait he's gonna say something he's gonna maybe he's not gonna say anything pertaining no yeah. He's like, I've been waiting 10 years for y'all motherfuckers to actually yeah. give me this. But, but Spike Lee, even you know if he I mean? didn't like, say nothing, Spike Lee is very disrespectful just the way he dressed. I mean, yeah. just the hey, way he hey, dressed. Yeah, He's yeah, saying a whole lot. What, yeah. you don't like the Yankees? He's like, fuck you, everybody. Like the, you don't I'm like wearing the, this. You don't like the Knicks? <laughs> no, Come on. Also, why do you think they respect. never gave him a Best Director Award? Mm. Really? Because he's, oh, think about he's yeah. not scared of the Because he's going to say the truth. Right. Yeah. In that moment, he's not going to hold back. That's he's right. going to be wearing his crazy suit. That's right. Shout exactly. out to Spike Lee. We love yeah. Shout out to Spike Lee, yo. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, Can I tell you my Spike Lee story? I got a Spike Lee story. Tell me. I'll share it. Is it going to incriminate you? No, it's not. So I heard through the grapevine. Here, here you go. I heard through the grapevine that Spike Lee was doing a, um, he was doing a, a kind of like a, a entourage like type show for HBO, Mike Tyson, but Mike Tyson style is Mike Tyson's story. So I, I, I heard, the, I knew the cast director, I sent her flowers, I sent her candy, I did all this stuff. And then I heard that they were in New York and they were like auditioning in New York. So I caught a plane to New York and I, um, it was raining that day. I caught, I caught the bus to Brooklyn and I got, I got to Brooklyn with Fort Greene Park and I'm carrying my luggage across the park and it's raining and I'm, my pants are getting wet. And I found 40 acres in the mule. You wet your and pants? And I stood out there. I said, yeah, I wet my pants. I stood out there. I was like, this Spike Lee place. I was looking around. I was looking at it. You know, I was like, yeah, I'm here. You know, and then there was a guy standing by a car. And I was like, excuse me, is Spike? He's like, no, Spike is in L.A. He just left this morning. I was like, damn. So I just, I just stood there. I was deflated. I was like, damn, Spike went to L.A. And then, like, 20 minutes later, Spike is walking out. He's walking out the thing, headed to that car. And I run to him, I'm like, Spike, Spike. He's like, not right now, not right now, not right now. I'm like, no, no, right now, Spike. Because listen, I just flew on a plane from LA. I just came here, you know, before Green. I just came here to be, uh, to give you my headshot because I want to be a part of Mike Taylor. Blah, 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 blah. He took my headshot. He's like, oh, Malik, huh? Okay, Malik, all right. And he, and he got in the car and he pulled off and I started crying. <laughs> <laughs> Tears of joy, or are they where were you? Tears of joys. I felt like I accomplished something. Oh. <laughs> you know that. That's the power. He was like, 
no, not right now. I look, no, yes, right now, yo. Yo, Spike, I've seen Spike diss like the, the most prettiest, beautiful woman. Like, it has nothing to do with Spike. He don't give a what, like, yo, I, I got a Spike story and shit. My family worked with Spike. Shout out to Mike Ellis, Jason Perez, you know what I mean? And I went to go drop off my, my, my cousin to set one morning. He came out here from New York. He was like, yo, I'm working with Spike. I'm like, all right. He's like, I'll give you a ride to the, uh, work in the morning. I just really wanted a breakfast burrito from the food truck. Right. <laughs> but so, boom, I got my breakfast burrito. And he's like, yeah, I'll introduce you to Spike. You know what I mean? Next time you drop me off. I'm like, all right, cool, cool, cool. And I'm walking off the lot. We are at Raleigh, Raleigh Studios. I think it was like a Pepsi commercial. And I see Spike at a pickup truck by himself, like just going through some. I was like... I know he's gonna introduce me, but he's he's, he's right there. I was like, I, I'm an actor. I'm from New York. I'm like, yo, I, I'm not gonna Makes wait sense. around. I was like, yo, and he's by himself, you know. So boom, hey Spike, what's up, man? He's like, yeah, hey. I'm like, look, I'm, I'm Perez's cousin, you know, boom, boom, boom. And uh, you know, I'm an actor. If you ever need some talent, man, you want any movies? I would love to work with you. I get, yeah, I had the the business card at the time right, right. with the headshot on it. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. was black and white. Hand on your you face. know what I mean? And he and he was like, oh yeah, cool, and threw it on a bunch of paperwork, like without even looking at me. I was like, he didn't say your did name. He didn't say Cisco. I was like, uh, yeah, yeah, surprise. All right, okay, uh, right. Yeah, I'll, I'll just wait till I meet you through my cousin. <laughs> <laughs> like you should have in the first place. <laughs> like I should have in but the first place. But I mean, as an actor, man, you, you see, I mean, I've, I've seen directors walking down the street when I first moved here, and I'm that dude. Like, if you were, you were a beautiful woman, I'd pull over. She'd be like, you ain't from here. I'm like, nah, I'm from New York. You're beautiful. Let me get your number. You know what I mean? I see a director. I'm like, oh, shit, yo, I know you. You know what I mean? I want to work with you one day. You know what I mean? It's crazy. Like, I see somebody, I admire their work. You know what I mean? I'm more of a, I don't want to say, and I'm not a groupie, but like as an actor, I want to work with you. You know what I mean? I want to be a part of your films because you want to be in, 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 what's that word? Embossed, embezzled, and engraved in their legacy where it's like, yo, I was in a Tarantino flick. I was in a Spike flick, you know, because that's, that's forever. Immortalized. Know? Immortalized, mm, mm, you know, mm. and, and I just want to work with the greats. You know what I mean? And I don't really consider them... I mean, yeah, they are the gatekeepers, but really the gatekeepers are the... the casting directors. And I'm going to tell you something about these <laughs> casting directors. You are the gatekeepers. You get on my damn nerves. Stop acting like you're famous. You're not more famous than me. But it doesn't even matter. But I'll tell you that. I get mad at these casting directors. You know what? I don't care. Yeah, you will name them. I'll drop names. But I, I, I mean, I will. But please, I don't, won't. please don't drop names. No, but what the problem is are the people that are in the way because they don't really have real respect for the craft. And when, when a person says, I'm an actor, they're not saying, like, I'm an actor, put me in a gangster movie, I'm an actor, make me a nurse. You know, <laughs> they are saying that they are vulnerable and they can illuminate into any fucking thing. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Okay. But you got these casting directors, these casting directors who are adamantly... <laughs> They have their favorites, they have their poodle, they have the dog, they have the shades, you know what I mean? They sign an autograph to they're, the they're club. On, they're on the red Who cup, are man. you people? I don't care. Who are you people? Because you can't stop me. But I'm just saying, I have my experiences. Now, for the most, I mean, I miss, I miss the likes of a, a Molly Finn. You know, she was great. She auditioned me for 8 Mile. She said, Malik, you're great. 
And, and, and we had a she thing. She cast a lot of big movies. She was a yo. great. She was a great. You got woman. a Molly Finn. And she didn't uh, have. She didn't like, wear shades. What's it gonna be? That's how I knew she was a good person. She didn't wear shades. You know. And I think it's a lot of these gatekeepers who don't give the actor enough respect. I don't care who it is. If someone says they're an actor, challenge them. Challenge their greatness. Challenge their courage. Don't shut them down. Because you know. I think this is the golden rule, and I think that we've we've come a long way. I've been knowing this guy for about twenty years. I've been going in his pockets, but he's at pocket change a lot. But but, but my years, lighter. You got my lighter. I've been knowing this guy, and I'll tell you this: we've we've been through a lot as as far as dealing with like you know directors, producers, uh, casting directors, and getting in the movie, or getting on the set, and you know hustling. And and yeah. that's why I always say we created this platform so we can talk to. People that think like us are are not, you know. So we we can have a conversation, yep. you know, and, and talk about this and share ideas. Because one thing I hate is for people when they think they know me or know my style or know what I, you yeah, know, yeah. what I'm into or, or my fetishes. You know what I mean? I like cats, but you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I, I want to be rare. <laughs> oh, I like that. And listen. I, I, <laughs> I am the sponge. I am the sponge. Yeah. SpongeBob SquarePants. I am the sponge that people need to accept. Yeah. Well, and you're a human being. So thank like, you. Thank you. You're that part. A multidimensional. Yes. There you go. Yeah. Malik, I think they would accept if you weren't so aggressive. See, Ooh, let's replace aggressiveness with, with passion. passion. Yeah. Passionate. You know, and, and being assertive. Scarily assertive. passionate. Uh -huh. Huh? Because that word aggressive, it sounds, it sounds negative. But if you are aggressively grabbing a, a lady off the street when a car almost hit her, it, that's, that's a good thing. That's a good aggression, huh? That's a good one. But if you're aggressively throwing her in the street, <laughs> that's a different story. She owes me money. I mean, what are you going to do? <laughs> no. but, but it works both ways. You know, I just think that not only this 30%, but we have a lot of followers who really take the blueprint of that 30% that you speak of, and they are the ones that are really, really holding the weight down, if you, yeah. so to speak. Yeah. 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 Well, I want to, I hope you tell your story. What, what, my story? I mean, like in a movie or something, I want to see it. Oh, you want my story? Yeah, both of <laughs> My story is complicated. Yeah, but I'll tell you what I did do. I'll tell you what I'm to make a good movie. I'll tell you what. Let's do it. Okay. You said, let's make a movie. I said, that's why we made a movie. Oh, oh, oh we had another deal. Oh, we had a deal. We had a deal. <laughs> Look, you got the contract in front of you. Oh, yeah. I was hoping yeah, you I'll say that. We made a movie. movie. <laughs> I, I knew this show was worth something. He's like, yo, but what I, I need you to raise funds what, 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 what I did do, what I did do is, when I was in France, I got, or oh, uh, Switzerland, I'm sorry. When I was in Switzerland, I got so, like, enamored by the, the architecture and just, like, everything. And, like... I love I love Woody Allen movies and I love uh, Hitchcock. I love Woody Allen because of his charm and the wittiness and just like all this dialogue and the yeah, Jew, Jew, Jewish comedy, man. You know, hilarious. I like minus, it. you know, as an artist, the yes. the person, you know, that's a whole nother story, right? And I like Hitchcock because the thrill of it all, like you dark, know, you that's, go left, that's and dark right. Comedy. I love that. You know, I love the me mesh the two. So when I was there, I started like formulating a plan to make. And I should have went for a full feature, but I made a short film. 
I made a short film about a guy who was on a layover flight, decided to visit the city and look around, and he fell in love with the first woman that he laid his eyes on. And it wasn't about... He was easy. Henceforth, <laughs> <laughs> <Trist>. Malik. <laughs> hey, you like me? I like you. <laughs> I'm staying. <laughs> yeah, and, and his whole dilemma was about staying and changing his life. And you know, like, if you know, you know, like, Europeans, especially young people, they have so many great opportunities because number one, they could travel to so many countries in a day. They like, they all connected, and you know they, they they have this freedom. They go on backpack hikes, uh, you know, around the world and things like that. That gives you a whole different way of viewing the yeah. world. My sister Whereas, did that when she graduated. She backpacked through Europe. Wow! In the eighties, oh, Joe. Wow! Yeah, that's, it was crazy that's, as that's, a girl, and then she just teamed up with a bunch of other. You know, you end up at a youth hostel, and then there goes, hey, where are you guys going? And they're all going the same place you are. Now you're a group of 10. You go from 1 to 10 to 20. Right. And then next thing you know, you're on the beach like in like Leonardo <laughs> in Thailand or some and, and, and shit. And that's, that, that's my point. I think that the more cultured you get, I mean, like, people that are struggling to understand why... The, you know, why is it like this? Why is it 30% on our head? I think that those people, those people are us. I think that we need to go outside our comfort zone. Mm -hmm. I, shot a, I shot a movie in Geneva, Switzerland. I did five years in prison for drug trafficking as a teenager. And years later, I was shooting a film. You know, uh, 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 uh. Um, you, you forgot the language. I didn't. I did Francais. No, that's too easy. J'appelle Melika Banhart. Wait, wait. My point of it is that my point of it is that I think that your history pushes you. And I I said this once before the show. I heard this from a very successful woman. She said, "Let no be your fuel to yes." Yes, 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 yes. Her name is Gail Sayers. No, she discovered the Jackson Five. Oh, Gail King. No. I will survive. Yeah, but but you know it's all you know, and I think that hearing that from someone like yourself. About pushing it, pushing it forward, not being afraid, because your story, what you're telling, is is exactly is is very close to a, a, a Me Too story where okay, sex for exchange for work, but you're not. It's this is not even about sex. This is just about being a human being and getting the respect. Yeah, you know, of of a human being and, and being allowed it or afforded to do the same work with the same prop, the same money as yeah. the the white counterparts. Yeah, yeah. Seems pretty reasonable. Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, man. Hey, we just want to, we really just want to showcase what 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 God gave us, and you know, nobody teaches you that when you move out here. Everybody thinks the hard part is to get noticed, to get discovered, to get your headshots, to get an acting school, to you know, will somebody give me a role? But it's really getting past that that wall that they yeah. built up for and and only the the it's like a club in Hollywood yeah. where if you don't have that wristband on yeah. then you're not you're not in the party and whether that's 
The, the wristband means having the right agent, the right manager, the right friends. Yeah, just being, even being, a, I, I, I always describe this as like a, the demented version of a high school lunch table. Oh, like popularity so right. contest, that's how the entire industry so right. works. Like you're either inside or you're outside, and yeah. you don't want to be outside. Right. <laughs> and like, and they can decide to send you outside again if you like talk about dreary things like right, right. <laughs> for like just look dressed the wrong way. But if you're inside, you get the jobs, you get the you get to the right parties. You just you get, you get actual, the information. You get the information. You get the resources. And if you're outside, nobody wants to be outside. And I'll tell you. <clears throat> I know a lot of, a lot of, a lot of A-list celebrities by happenstance, not because we're cool. Happenstance. Okay? Can somebody look that <laughs> up? Not because we're cool. Yeah. It's because somebody look my that up kid for me. Happenstance. knows their kids. The and my word. kid is playing with their kids. Yeah. But we're not like social. And I mean, I'm talking about actors who I admired as a kid and wanted to be like and all that. And I can't even tell them, you know what? Because they make me feel like an outsider. Yeah. They make me feel, they're like, oh, Malik, he, you know, Malik is a, he's an introvert, you know. He, he's a well-dressed, he's, he's a well-dressed. I'm not an introvert. <laughs> I'm not quiet. I'm not scared. But I don't feel the embrace. Right. Right. And then every now and again, some nice, and it's only white women that do this, some nice white woman will come up to me and be like, Malik, I understand. I know what you're going through. Be strong. I, I get it. I, I want to help you, but. I don't know how, but I really feel I don't like, how. I swear this happened like about four times. Give me a job. <laughs> <laughs> no, just come, but, but, you know, I kind of mentioned that, and then, you know, it kind of, you know, that, that's a whole no, other no, story. other than a job. Right, that's yeah. a whole other story. But the thing is, is that I don't feel that, I don't, I can't illuminate because the room is kind of yeah. cold and yeah. it's so watered down. Like, yeah. hey, how was your summer? Yeah. How was your summer? Yeah, yeah. Where'd you guys go? Yeah. Like, I don't want to talk about that shit. No. Let's talk about some real shit. Let's yeah, go have yeah. a beer. Let's talk about some shit. Like, let's let's kick it. Yeah. Let me be who I am. Let me, you know, do my Phil floor, you know, talk my shit. Because I want to be in my comfort zone so you'll know that I'm harmless. I'm actually a nice guy. Yeah. yeah. But the fact that we got to explain that we're harmless is right. is, is some bullshit That's the to problem. begin with. Like, That's like you got to convince you, like, hey, I'm okay. I'm okay to work with. I could be like them. Yeah. I could be, I could, hey, I'm the guy you want to hang out with. And, but you know, you know the problem with, 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 with you know, how easy, honestly, and, and this ties everything. You know how easy it is to infiltrate the white man of Hollywood? Just be somebody that knows a lot of women. A lot of pretty women, boom. Hey, you, you, do you know Naomi? Oh, I have not met, met Naomi today. Oh, hi, how are you? Yes, yes, you guys should get to know each other. Thank you, Cisco. I'll be over here. And, be, and then boom, next thing you're gonna be like, hey, I really appreciate you. Me, she's a wonderful woman. You know what I mean? Until like something happens, you'll be like, wait a minute, you're the one who introduced me to Naomi. She had a whole TED Talks about my ass. I think that's the wrong way to go. <laughs> Mr. Weinberg, I'm so sorry. I had no idea she was, I just met her that night. Anyway, I saw you looking her up and down. I just decided to. <laughs> I, think what, I think what we can do you know, what we can do on this issue, on this subject, is to keep keep allies. Yeah. Like, we have, uh, hopefully, we have created a bridge with you. Yeah. You know, and we have bridged that gap, so to speak. Mm. And and we are people that you can call on, and hopefully vice versa, you know what I mean? Email, yeah. whatever it is, yeah. you know what I mean? Because I think that 
we have to build these little armies. 100%. And there are so many more of us, right? Like we're 70%. They can't, if we actually just all stood up, took hands and said no, there would be nothing they could do. Yeah, but I think, can I say something real fast? Yeah, sure, sure. I've been waiting yeah. all the whole yeah, time. Yeah. <clears throat> the only way you can really affect that in an audience with politics, with everything, is with your pockets. We're seventy yeah. percent. We stop going to nah, watch them. I disagree. But I, I wasn't disagree. asking. Not gonna happen. I disagree. Let me finish. Let me finish. If you stop going to their movies and go and support us, then it's going to hit their pockets. Once you hit somebody that's in the thirty percent or the one percent with the pockets. That's when the shit's gonna change. Yeah. But the only, but the, here, here's what they're gonna look. Okay, let's, let's say. Okay, so what? So what? So what? Uh, money making Mitch said is, is, is stop supporting their movies and just support ours. And the way they're gonna look at that as their movie just tanked. That's that's the only way they're gonna. They're not gonna look at it like, oh wow, there must have been a revolution against right. us. Mm-hmm. No, they're gonna be like, ah, that movie tanked. Who? Oh, on to the next. Oh, but well, wow, man, that black movie, movie did great. When the movie that we do. Blows up like right. what, um, what's the African what Black that? Panther? No, yeah, Black Panther. That's like one thing. They look, whoa, okay, yeah, it's yeah. black folks. So we gotta. Yeah, but Black Panther was gonna win anyway. Comic Con and the look, motherfuckers. Those, those motherfuckers are a whole nother state. Stay the at the end of the day, it's, I feel like it's part boycott, but it's part creating your own table. Right. Creating your own lane. Yeah. Like, stop trying said, to be a part of the No, cause, cause, but people don't automatically go to the boycott, though. Because they're like, oh, well, I like this and I like that. So at the end of the day, if you create your own it's lane. It's like when like, I say boycott gas and it's going to go down. But I need gas, yo. It was a great <laughs> lane, but it wasn't controlled by us. It was controlled by them knowing that we would go and buy films with us in it. So now we wrote our own scripts and had our own stuff and did our own thing that's not black exploitation, but it's black driven. Black owned, black written. That's what I do. That's why I think that Eddie Murphy don't get enough credit. I said the same exact thank you. Say it again, say it again. Say it to him. He won't listen to black people. Say it to him. (laughs) 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 You're not black. I'm half white. No, no, but 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 that's the point. Like we have to we have to create the stuff that can give them an alternative. Because you can't just sure. tell people to stop going to movies. That's not, not going to work. But if you're like, hey, answers. broccoli, kale, people are going to be like, oh, give yeah, that's so much more interesting. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then, and also it's about educating audiences to stop to vote with their eyeballs, right? And understand that Hollywood is watching every time they stream something on Netflix, every time they buy a movie ticket, that that yeah. does impact the outcome right. of what gets made. Right. Right. Can, 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 I, can I play devil's advocate for a second? Yeah. So... And it's not even devil's advocate, but we, there is another problem beside, like, they're definitely the ultimate end-all, be-all problem, is those gatekeepers, the white men, the, whoever that is, because you know what, it could be a black man and a Latino, and and they don't want to fuck they shit up by bringing in the next black film, like, it's not why we hired you, we just thought you were a smart black guy, you know what I mean, but... Within our our different subgroups, whether that's that that's women, blacks, Latinos, Asian, there is a a sense of also racism, where 
they they're picking and choosing the narrative that they want to tell within their community and like yo i can't lie yo latinos i love you but y'all don't put me i don't see it's once in a blue moon where i see a a, a brown skin or a dark skin latino you know what i mean with curly hair it's usually they're fair skin straight it's a mark anthony type looking you know ricky martin looking type dude and whether they got talent or not that's cool but it's like yo there's uh, there's all there's there's Latinos that look like you that look like her that look like him her everybody you know what I mean she looked like my Haitian nana right now you know what I mean like there's people that look they, there's races that have all shades and within those cultures they're only choosing to show and represent a certain narrative or person you know like like uh, black films. There's no, you'll never see an all light skin cast. Light skin, no, it's too many light skin niggas. But you know what? And, I'll, and, 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 I'll, and that's true. I'll say it's, this. It's definitely no, true. No, I'll, I'll only say this. I'll only say this. I just did a movie. I'm not gonna say the name. But for me, <laughs> there was a part of it that's not believable because when I grew up, where I grew up, and re right now to this day, it's not no light skin crew. You know what I mean? A light skin crew. No, it's just weird. It it's because it's weird because it's sprinkles of love everything. and everything. When you just it's make one, it, 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 we, we are not monolithic. Not even the skin color is. We just yeah, not. But, but but in black filmmaking, there. I don't want to see a whole light skin film. I'll be like, I'm see, upset. that's my point. I'll be upset. That's my fucking point. Like, what, 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 I just I just said this shit and yeah. like, hey, I don't want to see it. Why? Who fucking cares? No, well, you're not I'll even looking what. at the story. No, I'll yo. tell you what. I'll and tell I'm you not what. sitting here go, yo, I'm I'm representing light skinned brothers. It's just the fact. I'll tell you that what. Why does it matter? No, I'll tell like, you why. I'll tell you why it matters. No. When there's not enough light skinned motherfuckers no. in a slave hold movie. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Show the house first more. First of all, 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 I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. First of all, I'm talking about real being realistic. I mean, to have a film with all light skin, there's something that's wrong with you, motherfuckers. Who even, who even no, thought about making it? But you, check so, it out. That's pathetic. Every, it's like, every black film is just all you. What do you mean, all me? First of all, first of all, first of all, what is me? What is me? It's, it's all brown skin or, or darker. That's not true. No, there's only one light. Oh, if, if Michael Ely is in the movie, that's it. Nah, if you look that's, at if, 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 if the like dude who Jay played Braxton Jay is Jay in the movie, Shamar Moore is like, speaking roles. come on, man. If you had a movie with all Shamar Moore's, that would be like, come on, but just not realistic. See, but the fact that, that you're even life. thinking about that, because you're I'm, thinking about, wow, that's a lot of light skin niggas. Here's the thing. That's my point. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. No, let me, let me, one second, Naomi. Hold on. One second. No, no, no. No, hold on, hold on. One second. Let me just say this real quick. Right, let there me can tell, only no, be stop, one stop, redhead. Stop, stop, stop. You hold never on. see two redheads no, unless it's a family. But you don't want to see a movie of just redheads. What well, my point Why is not? This, just let me make my point. My point is this. I never Whoa. talk about skin color because I don't give a fuck about light skin or brown skin or dark skin. I don't give a fuck about that. All I care about is social dynamics. Because guess what? A movie with just me is a boring ass movie. We have to have dynamics. There is no community of just light skinned people making a movie. That's not even realistic. Come on. But what if it's like, oh, we're gonna make a movie, it's all blonde heads, it's all blondes, it's gonna be great. They no, it's not. Time. What are you talking about? I never seen this movie. Show me. What do you mean, clueless? Clueless? <laughs> <laughs> But the conversation we're having is 
one of scarcity, right? It's the idea that we get one movie that's our movie for our community. And yeah. therefore, there's all these conversations of like, well, that's not my story. Of course your story isn't your story. Everyone's because in Thank you, Jewel. Because we're these huge communities. Crazy rich and Asians. My, and guess what? And my story Parasite. includes him. Includes right. you. Yeah. Includes you. Yeah. My story is not just people that look like me. That yeah. No, 20th Street. Right. But what I'm saying, it's okay. Oh, me. It's okay. It, you know, like Parasite. We don't need to be in that movie, yo. Right. But that's a dope story. Crazy Rich Asians. It's about a bunch of crazy rich Asians. Right. All I'm saying with it, the, but they don't go. That's not like, the point. You talk about skin color. Yes. I don't like yes. the skin yeah, color yeah. thing. But, yeah. but I don't like but that. My point I think is that's that, wrong. Like if if we instead have the mindset of the goal is to have enough movies about all of us. We can't be all right. We have no choice. You have to watch that movie. You have another movie. We don't have to fight about it. We're fighting over the fact that there's a lack, a scarcity. There's one, right? This is the problem. So if there's only one, then this becomes a problem. But if there's a ton, then it's like you get your movie and you get, I get to see the movie. Right, but I want to tell Cisco something. Maybe that you don't know. You you are, you are black, okay? B-L-A-C-K. You're black, brother. I have, wait. Puerto Rican is a Why are you talking about light skin? You, you think when the cops roll up behind me and they say, oh, y'all niggas get out the car, I just sit there? <laughs> he ain't talking to me. Yo, you want me to let you out the back, nigga? What is she doing? Say what you feel. No. I think skin tone sometimes. Colorism, man, is a real thing. Because of the colorism in this country, I think skin tone sometimes shapes our experiences, mm -hmm. so therefore, we feel differently. About we feel different differently. Things. So, like we were talking about on all light skin movie, while that would be a problem for you, extremely it would be a random, yeah, un makes sense. unnatural, and Thank you. not real life. Look. But at the same time, you have an entire demographic of people who feel like. Of way. Their story is not accurately being told because Thank you. of, because I, I'm of glad the you issues said that. Okay. within the black community. I got you. Not and you know what? So I apologize. I'm not I'm not understanding your plight. Okay. No, no it's Life not even my plight. Because you gotta I understand. Agree, agree. You gotta understand that. that was like, that's what I was saying. Like, like when it comes to Latinos, Latinos, like there, there's a lot of I, I have a I have a friend and I love her. Every she's a great she's possible. a great filmmaker. And she's like, Cisco, I just want to tell the Latino experience. And I was like, well, you're not really telling the Latino experience because I don't never see people that look like me as a Puerto Rican in your movies. They're always straight hair, fair skin. I mean, they're borderline look like white boys. Right. And I'm like, and like, she she thought about it. it went, the phone went silent for a second, and she's a dope filmmaker. Mm. She's one of like you know shout you know I'll say it yo shout out to Fanny Valise. You know what I mean? She's a dope filmmaker from Argentina. And, oh, and, and Venezuela, oh, Argentina, oh, yeah, Venezuela, and um, she's been making some really great films. And the phone went silent for a second, and you know, I, I think I, I thought to myself, I was like, well, there, there goes another film I'm not gonna be in. And she was like, and she was like, no, you know what, Cisco, you're right. You're right. I, like I, I never thought about it, and maybe that that silence was just her thinking about her own films. Wow. Was like, wow. wow, like I don't. And you know, like there's a, there's a dope ass actor out there um, by the name of Elvis Crespo. Presley. No, no, no. Elvis. 
Elvis, uh, he's, he's, he's in everything. He's in a lot of joints. He's a dope-ass Dominican actor from New York, real, real brown skin. And, you know, he's like, I never saw any movies, Latin movies, even of people that look like me. Right. He's like, yo, he's like, this is, that, that, that's whack. I mean, usually you got Giancarlo Esposito playing a, a Puerto Rican or a Dominican, and he's a great actor, but he's not neither. He's Italian and black. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And so you got people who look like that rather than people actually playing that. And because, you know, as, as a kid, just think, when you, when you see somebody you admire on screen, you're like, who is that person? And now we got the internet. So you're, you're, you're typing, you're, like, you're Googling, you're IMDBing. You're like, yo, who is that person? I want to know who that is. Raquel Welch, back in the day, she, her name wasn't even one. She's Latina. You know what I mean? She's a Latina. Damn, I didn't know and, she named, and she changed her name to Raquel Welch to, to, to fit in because she was borderline just a beautiful, in their mind, a beautiful white woman. With a bad body, you know what I mean, and straight hair. They didn't like. Oh, she almost had. She had a front as a white woman, to in order to get where she's going. You know what I mean? And because even in Latin films, and so like I said, even in black films, there's colorism. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. We don't want nothing. You know, all these. And I get it. You know, we've been fighting for so long to get our story told, to get our likeness looked at. To be able to like, hey, this is me. I'm on screen. You can, and that, you know what? And when it, when people talk shit about Obama, oh, he didn't do nothing for us. He didn't do nothing for us. First of all, he was the first black president. That alone gave millions and millions of people, a little kids, people and little kids, the the the, hey. It's it's actually possible. It's yeah, possible yeah, for me to be I, I agree. The in, the, in, in that thing. And so, but for older black people, well, he didn't do nothing for me. But for like just just the fact alone that he was the first black president. He was a a president. For not first, he was a black president. I agree. You know but he I mean? never loosened his tie. That's the only problem see, I have. Right, see, he didn't lose his tie. No, no, no. I just, see, that's figure. That's a that's a that's a metaphor. He didn't loosen his tie. He didn't let his nuts hang. All right. I don't care what you say. I was proud that he was president. I voted for him twice. I was very proud. And you know what? He looked like you know somebody I seen before walking down the street. But he never loosened his tie. And he never he never really we don't held know what's a position going on behind the scenes. Put it like that. But, but that's not the point. If, if Obama I, I, that's was not my Trump. Problem. Oh, now that would be dope. <laughs> yeah. Because he'd be speaking to us. He wouldn't be such a jerk off, you know what I mean? Like I didn't say he like, has to isolate himself and just say, "Yo, pro black, boom, boom, boom." But at least put the put, loosen your tie. You know, let us know that you here for us, and guess what? And talk to us, and you can talk to all the people. But let us, yo, Donald Trump never wavers. He talks to his fucking people. Sure. Hey, well, they were bad on both sides. I, I, I don't know. You know what I mean? Right. But he's talking to his people. He's like, yeah, he's he's at the I don't care what you say. Right or wrong or indifferent, he lets his nuts hang, my friend. And that's all I'm saying. Like Obama should lose his There, there is one subject matter I do want, and since it's relevant right now, um, I want to touch upon. Harvey Weinstein, 23 years. Yeah. What, what are your wow. th thoughts on that? That was a bright piece of news in a otherwise pretty shit news week. Huh? <laughs> right, 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 right. Corona, coronavirus. Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, it's Harvey almost Weinstein. like, oh. Uh. I mean, look. I think 
we don't have the same prison system for anybody, so I'm a little skeptical about what kind of prison he's probably going to go to, right? But he's old, he'll probably die in there. Right. Um, he's going to. He yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's not going to be a walk in the park. Yeah, I mean, he's not going to yeah. be uh, He's 23 yeah. years in New uh, York, and club. then he's still got to come back to L.A. for whatever how many more years you well, know what I mean he, he's dying in there yeah, yeah, didn't he have to go to Rikers I was just gonna say yeah. that he was at uh, uh, Rikers, he's Rikers he's at, Island he's at Rikers he's at Rikers but you know he's protected he, I mean he's yeah, not in population yeah yeah, yeah he's yeah. protected just because of the celebrity of it all hey you, you're backing out you're moonwalking uh I gotta go do self tapes but I wanted to support my boy she, 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 what's your name Nikki Hortz Nikki hey, Hortz in the house wait was that is that your sides Yes, it is. So you've been studying your sides during our podcast? Hey, y'all, you know that what? is what acting up is See, about. See, that's what acting is about. Like, she can't, I'm sure she's going to take something to this, and she's not even going to know it. Something that she takes home with that, that we said, or that she said, that everybody, like, you know, act, just being around this creative energy, trust me, you probably got your character, everything, <laughs> yo, yo, bigger, yo, make sure you book that shit. Right. If you don't, it create a fan. That's one thing about actors it's not that you always gotta book everything it's nice it's nice it's if you experience. do but you know what it's about creating a fan another fan in that casting room that's right and it's like cause you never know why you're not gonna get the part that's right it, it, it might be the friend of the friend or the, or she slept with him last night or you know what I mean or, or it's because that's that's his nephew or and you know and I used to be kinda jealous about stuff like that because I knew a lot of people back in the day that that ended up getting the role over me because they were friends with the director and I was like that's some bullshit man like damn I, Malik knows Benny Boone. He knows people. Right. He knows people. <laughs> and then it started happening to me. And I was like, hey, this, this is a right. See, you know what I mean? See, he's going to change. He's like, hey, this guy's going to change. I mean, I, 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 I was like, hey, I, no I, I didn't have to audition. No. Or they actually let me pick which role I wanted to play. Or... Yeah. Or if I did have to audition, there's like, yo, look, the people with the money just want to meet you. That's it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cool. Hey, but I've definitely, like, I swear to God, I've I, I booked a part in this movie. Hey, sister, I got sister, to hold on. She's got to go to bed. Well, she, 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 she has to rehearse. She could have been, we, we she her could have been left. I thought she was giving up. <laughs> <out the bathroom. laughs> this is our show. She's the one leaving. Like, See what I mean? She's not even a guest. This is my bro, bro. So, fam. So, that's right. I'm so proud of you. I just want to see your podcast. You should Will you come back? Ciao, ciao. No, thank you for coming. You know what? Any of you guys that ever want to, um, you know, be in the studio audience of Acting Up Podcast. Yeah, I know you guys hear all the claps in the back and, you know, we got the libations flowing and the food is just cozy's no-ho. You know what I mean? So if you guys ever, you know, slipping to Acting Up Podcast on Instagram and uh, let us know. You know, you guys can want to come to the live taping. It's what? all good in the hood. Well, but with that being said, yes. you know, it, it, it was dope being able to get a role finally without having to you know jump through the hoops and you know i don't mind jumping through the hoops because i can't lie like i, I i'll go in some place and be like yeah let's i want to i want you to see i'm gonna murder this shit yeah you know like, what I mean? so I naomi that, that's the question you you see you just said it that's exactly what happens when this thing shift and you at the helm are you can you honestly say that you're going to be fair-minded open and honest 
you mean if I got put in charge with the film industry tomorrow? Yes, when that happens. Yeah. Like, are you going to put women in men's parts? <laughs> I mean, no, that's that's some well, real well, shit, my, though. My philosophy about this is that my goal is to, is to remove gatekeepers from the system. Because, no, of course, I'm a human who was raised in a sexist and racist society, right? Like, that, there are parts of that that, however hard I work, are gonna be in my brain, just as it's in all of our brains, right? And I will always have blind spots because I'm a human being, right? And, and that's true of any gatekeeper. So right now, the, the immediate problem is that all those gatekeepers are white men, for the most part. But I actually think the problems are gatekeepers in general. We don't need gatekeepers to tell us who an audience wants to see, what movies an audience wants to, wants what to see. What actors they want to see. Because we can ask see. them on the internet, right? Like that made sense in the days when you couldn't just poll people very easily about what movie they want to see. So if I were put in charge of the film industry, I would say, of course I'm going to come with my own biases. I shouldn't get to decide this. Let's have the audiences decide this. Let's make sure that lots of people who don't look like me, who don't come from my life experiences, also get to decide this. Wow. I like that. I like that. Well, what if for the first, like, you know, let's just say, boom, Genie snaps his fingers, you're in power, and for the next year, year or two, you're putting all your friends, you're putting on all, all, the, all, the, all the people that have been supporting you over the years, you're putting on all the females that you've grown up with and, 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 and have, have had these talks about before you even got to acting up, you know what I mean? We can't even look at that as a, oh, well, that's messed up. You know what I mean? No, she just put it on people. You, should she, look, you absolutely yeah. should look at that as messed up. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't, I can't trust myself as a person. Because, of course, like, we all want to do that. Like, we want to bring our friends. We want, but then you're going to end up with a bunch of people who look like me. Like, yeah. you have to, you have you know, to. I have no, all, my friends. <laughs> all, all, all your friends are redheads. Yeah, yeah. Every one of my friends has redheads. That's, that's my life. She's like um, the ginger gang. <laughs> Don't mess with us. Um, no, so so immediately my first step as queen would be to put a bunch of people who do not look like me, who do not have my same life experiences, in equal positions of power. Mm. And I think that's like the hierarchy, right, is part of upholding white supremacy, is part of upholding the patriarchy. Because then there's always somebody at the top whose decisions, whose That's biases Trump filter did. down. His whole cabinet's like that. Right, exactly. So my goal, I would be a total hypocrite if yeah. I got that power and turned around and did the same thing. The whole point is we have to look at a different kind of power sharing. Yeah. No, because I think that's the question. Like, what would you do or what are you going to do when that problem is solved? It seemed to me that you are a problem solver. You yeah. want to kind of like discover, take the lid off of things that yeah. have been covered up for yeah. however long yeah. it's been. And, you know, like like me, myself, I do have my, my, my issues and things like that. But then there's a thing where I need some type of... <laughs> Buoyancy, you know, just to create that balance, so I don't spend too much time on saying, "Yo, I'm black; they won't hire me." I'm yeah, like yeah. this; I look wow. You know yeah. what I mean? I don't want to yeah. just stay in that yeah, space. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I do want to evolve, and, and and I don't want all that pressure, like you say. I want to evolve, and I want to relax too, as yeah. well. Yeah. Well, all I ever wanted to be was an actor. I have an acting degree. Wow. You know, like I just.
just want to make my movies. All this other stuff is just because we're in a system that doesn't want to allow me to do that. So, like, I will, if, if the day comes when I don't have to talk about this stuff, I don't have to write any more books, I will be the most thrilled person. Yeah. I will just go back to making my movies. Yeah, people act like we want to protest, that we want yeah. to rally that we want to do all this shit we want to like like come on like i wish i could just walk up to i could i could submit to caa and be like you know what we ain't got somebody that looks like cisco (laughs) like let me look him up oh you got some dope work you know what i fuck with you yeah come on in you know what i mean like what like those days well, we never have really had those days, but, <laughs> but I'm just saying, yeah. like, it, like we, it's not that we want right. we like, to be doing no, this. No, we don't want to spend our ancillary time. I could be cre- creating. You know I, what I mean? I could be like, watching a movie right now. Like I could be like at home on the couch eating popcorn. No, no, no. You're on acting yeah. the podcast <laughs> no, no, right not now, that I was so you know. Anywhere like, else on the planet. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, I, I, on Twitter, which is the best place to be a feminist, I can tell you. Uh, on Twitter the other day, this this dude was like, um, "It's getting really exhausting listening to women complain all the time." Wow. And I was like, not as exhausting it is as it is to have to go play. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> I want to ask you about that. Yeah. A feminist. Yeah. What is, the definition is your definition of, of a feminist? So my definition of a feminist is someone who believes that women should have all of the same things that men have. Oh, okay. Like that. And that's it. That's it. See, that's why I like you. Except it's, for, it's, except it's, for uh, manhood. Yeah. Yeah, you, you can take that. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. But no, like, that's, that's, like, that's something totally different. I'm sorry. I mean, no, no, no. But I mean, like I said, that's something that's just for me. I'm special. But that's what makes Naomi dope. But you're not men haters. No. Just equalize At least you're not. You know what I mean? Like, you talk, You 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 like I said before, you speak for everyone that's being, you know, oppressed in in this industry and from it, that guy, the guy at the top, the head honcho, the the the, the Mr. I don't even want to say no cuz you know you you know so messed up you can't even say the Mr. Goldbergs. You like Cancel him out of highway. I'd be like, yo, I wasn't talking about any Goldberg in, in particular. He'd be like, yo, there's a gold. Trust and believe, there's a Goldberg out there that that has a lot of power, and that's your ass. <laughs> but, we can't be scared anymore. I think that being honest, you know. Okay, let me be honest. All right. You have been. Okay, I don't not like honest I'll this be, whole time. I'll be honest. I don't like being too transparent. I like to have some privacy for myself, you know, yeah. when I live. That's why I wear a hoodie. You know, think, <laughs> but, but at the same time, I think that being honest about how you feel you're being treated or, or represented or not rep- misrepresented, yeah. I think that that's key. And I think you shouldn't have any fear to elaborate on that. And, yeah. and you know, in, you know in, in a special way. You know, you yeah. want to be articulate. You don't want to, you know, you don't want to, uh, knock the table over, but you want to get your point out, yeah. and I think that's very important. I think that you coming here tonight, kind of like giving us that point of view, because we have these conversations all the time, but we don't have this conversation all the time with someone that looks like you, yeah. like a Naomi, you yeah. know, who comes from Colorado, who <laughs> you know, otherwise would have a good life if you to just well, why did you just become a nurse? I don't know what was wrong with She wants to be a nurse on Showtime. You would have had a great life. You had 
But you, but so, 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 in, in, in closing, because I'm not closing, I got something to say. So, I know you got something to say. So, two or 20? Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> There's a difference well, between I, two I, and 20. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, one, one, one thing I, I can say is, uh, first of all, I want to give a shout out. I, like, I went to the Beverly Hills play, Playhouse mm -hmm. and Richard Lawson. Shout out to Richard Lawson. He, he was my Woo! acting coach. He was really, he's really dope. He still is dope. You know what I mean? He married Beyonce's mom. You know what I mean? She, oh, that's him? That's I that never guy. knew his name. You know what I mean? But Silver Fox is what I call him. <laughs> so, at that time, when I started going there, like, I just started, like, booking, bong, 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 bong. And, and I did nothing but just criminals, like, numbers. I was a criminal hijacking a truck. New York... Uh, 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 CSI in New York, I was um, sticking up a liquor store. CSI Miami, I was an inmate in a bunk that helped somebody escape. You know what I mean? Like, in the Parkers, I was a guy who got accused wrongly of stealing something from the mall. Like, like it, oh, everybody hates Chris, I robbed the train. Another episode, I robbed another train. <laughs> like, every time. It doesn't matter if it was a comedy. What about when you shot with me? I was I was a pimp. I was like, <laughs> so so I, I was like, yo, I'm 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 working. This is great. I'm I'm provided. I can actually say I'm a working actor. But I went to my um to to Richard one day before class, and I'm like, man, I'm getting tired of playing all these like criminal roles, thug roles, cartel leader on leverage. You know what I mean, like. Everything was was one of them, and he was like, "Are you booking them?" I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "Well, just keep booking them until you get the opportunity to do something else." You know what I mean? It, keep booking them to let them know you can act. And if you're gonna be a thug, a gangster, a criminal, a robber, a cartel leader. Be the best motherfucking Ooh, cartel right. robber that you can be. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he was the best I, I, I thought about it. I was like, alright, because what? Do I not want to work? And 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 there, the, one thing I can say between maybe uh, 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 me and a woman. Women get to a point where, like, I'm not going to play a hooker anymore. I'm not going to show my tits anymore. I'm not going to play a prostitute. I'm not going to play a drug addict. I'm not going to play this. Like, they, like, no, if it's that role, I'm not doing it, you know. And like Malik said earlier, like, well, if I am going to be a criminal, I'm going to be the dope. I'm going to make it different every time. And on CSI New York, I, I, like, by that time, I did have the confidence to actually go to the director. And, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I thought it was something funny. Because he said pimp, and you said do something different every time. I was like, yo, you could be a bow-legged pimp. You could be a pimp with a left <laughs> You could be a... <laughs> pimp with a cane. Pimp with a homeless pimp. A homeless pimp. I can fish, have fish in my shoes. How many pimps are there? a hard pimp to play. Nah, I asked him. I was like, yo. Uh, Norberto Barber, I believe was his name, and I was like, yo, I seen him at the trail, I was like, and he's like, hey, you know, congratulations, boom, 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 and I was coming from my fitting, 
And I was like, yo, I, I was like, can I be like a different kind of... The scene was, you know, we rob a liquor store, but it's really an initiation for the kid that um, was with us, the young kid into our gang. And he had to kill the cashier. That's what the whole thing was about. You know what I mean? And then they come back to our hideout, hideout and, 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 you know, do whatever. But... Or hideout. Like I was in Batman or something. <laughs> no, but so I asked him, I was like, look, I just don't want to go in and just be the typical corner store, liquor store robber. Like, give me your money, stick them up. You know what I mean? And I was like, I want to be on some Tarantino shit. I was like, I want to. Back to those white men. You like, you like the 30 No, no, no. I, I, whatever. He's, yo, Tarantino, like, yo, it's his style. I know, friend. I went to one of his Yes. <laughs> and I was so insulted because I went to the Hateful Eight. I mean, it must have been a nigga in every fucking scene. I love Look, nigga here, nigga, 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 nigga over there. Oh, shit, a nigga down on cocaine. Yeah. I swear to God, I was so mad at the I was like, yo, he this is not in more than we do. real. Like, yo, you obsessed with something, my Ain't brother. Your ass. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, I, 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 go ahead. Wait. Finish your story. I'm sorry. So, <laughs> I was like, I want to be on some nutso shit. You know what I mean? But I did say Tarantino. He's like, okay. All right, so boom, finally we get to we gotta get the set, and he's like, all right, so here's the deal. You're gonna come in, you're gonna go over there and say, hey, stick him up. You're gonna go over and get a forty, and then you're gonna come around. So once he says, stick him up, or like you know, put the other guys in the set, stick him up. Yeah, no, give us the money. 1977. Give, yeah, give us the money. Hey, yo, yo, shout out to Erica Vika, Erica Vika that, that was in the scene with me, and he's like, but you, you're just gonna start shooting up the whole place. It was like wine everywhere. The bottles are going to start exploding everywhere. And, and it was the dopest scene. I just felt bad because every shot, like they say, they put squibs on every bottle in there. And I was like, bang, 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 bang. And every pow, pow. You know, it, like, I felt like I was really shooting because the timing of the squib master and, and my gun was just on rock, point. Rock master. Yo, it was so Well, listen, dope. I'll tell you something. Yo, they call nah, it. man, don't be interrupting oh, my story. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> but it was, it was dope, man. Now, I'm sorry, right, Naomi. But put it like this: closed mouths don't get fed. If you're there doing you something that you always, you know, what I mean, are doing, it's your. You gotta make those choices as an actor. You gotta make those choices as an actor because they're expecting you. You can't just be the same shit that they always hire. I would have took and a bottle and hit somebody over the head with it. I said, I'm fucking. I keep this shit real in this case. No, but, I'm a real one. But, but real talk, you probably, if you had said that, they would have got a breakaway bottle. I, let me tell you something. I never tell them what I'm gonna do. I always do something outside and the that, box. I never and tell that's them. That's the problem, never. folks. Like, Ma Malik, Malik didn't tell him that he was going to hit him over the head, hit the lead actor over the head with the bottle. Oh, we would have got you a breakaway bottle, Malik. But no, I don't need a breakaway bottle. I want a real bottle. <laughs> I want a real bottle. Naomi, I'm going to surprise I, Naomi, people. I, I, I'm sorry. I, I mean, I know no. I brought him here. I, I know you met him. Oh, you're apologizing for him. Oh, this guy got a suit on, and all of a sudden he asks brand new. I'm sorry. Okay. I've heard of 30%. I don't know about you. DWS? What are you? I'm with this 30% over here. Look. So, Naomi, he's long-winded. Can I just say I'm with you on Tarantino? I can't watch his movies because he hates... Everybody. Yeah. What? He is, what? He is telling. He's telling a, a raw story. I, 
At least he's he's, I mean, t- he's telling everyone. You know, there's a there's a lot of racism hidden in in, in the perfect director's uh, uh, stories, where it's like, did you catch that? At least it's in your fucking face with him. He's not saying. Oh, it's definitely in your I'm, face. I'm, I'm, it's, it's, it's in your face. And, and you know what? Well, I, I think that. As a Sagittarius, I, think that. I, I appreciate but, I'd rather you say, you know what, Cisco, uh, you know, thanks for having me on your show. I probably won't come back, but thank you very come much. On, you I, know I'll what I mean? I'll tell you like this. I'll respect you more than if you were like, oh, thank you no, so let's, much. Let's, let's go with this, this scenario. This was the greatest no, let's, let's go, let's go with No, let's go with this scenario. I don't want that. No, let's go with this scenario. Imagine this, huh? We doing a movie. I come in, I kick in the fucking door, and I say, look here, you fucking spick. Get the fuck over there, huh? And do what the fuck I say. And then I say it 30 more times in that same fucking scene. Yeah. That's called overkill, my friend. Yeah. That's the bottom line. Can you huh? elaborate on, because I really want to know this. Yeah. How... How you how, how you just said Quentin hates yeah. women because Kill Bill his one the woman yeah, was, she was a, a cold blooded killer yeah but she was a so that movie she and I, I don't think I don't think Tarantino thinks he hates women I think <laughs> if you asked him he would say he's a feminist because of that movie uh-huh. um, but if that's playing into the whole like women can only be pow- powerful if they've first been irreparably damaged by men. There you go. No, no, no. And then if you watch once, I, I watched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood uh-huh. this for the Oscar yeah. stuff. Okay, I give you that one. And like, <laughs> like every woman in that movie is either a sex doll or a shrew. But, but in all fairness, that was that was a time period. That was no, a period it's not piece. A time period. There the seventies? Yes, there were strong women. There all were over strong the women. No, but he was just they talking about time. those women. No, no, no. That, that, what that movie was was Tarantino going, wasn't it great when we could just objectify women and kill women who complained and be racist out loud and nobody cared? Like, wasn't that the whole movie? Is Tarantino going? Wasn't that fun? And I just, like, it makes me want, I just, and I understand there are ways in which he's a great filmmaker. I don't want to watch his movies because I feel attacked every time I watch them. Yeah, I think his version of keeping it real is always overkill. Yeah, there's shock value, some here and there, but I mean, it's, it's overkill. It's like, okay, dude, like, do something different because, look, we've been here on a podcast. How many times did we use to say nigger? Or any of that stuff. You've said it a hundred times. No, 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 no. We only said it. Listen, first of all, I didn't say it. The only time I said it was when we referred to the name. I said N word, and you know what I mean. That's the only time we really said it. We had, we had actually had a over an hour, two hour conversation without being derogatory or anything like that, and still keeping it real. Usually, nigga flows through this whole podcast. No, well, honestly, I don't really, I don't really say the word nigga a lot because it's just not in my vocab like that. I just, it's just not my, it's not. I don't. Not like that. Recorded, like, no, no. If you listen to me, I never call you and be like, yo, what up, my nigga? I never said that. Side, side guy just said this is being recorded. Yeah. So, so, yo, he he put on a suit and this motherfucker like, yo, and 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 anybody that wants to come to my sermon at the church down the street. Meet uh, me at AA. <laughs> like, so, 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 Naomi, can you let us know what you have uh, coming down the pipeline? Sure. Before we run up out of here because there's hot food bubbling. I want to get another drink myself. I, yeah. You know, I don't, you know. See, but don't, but let the food, don't let the soup fool you. No, I want to have fun. No. We're having a party. No, 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 no. Let's, let's Somebody see said drink. Ow. Ow. Oh, thank you. 
thank you there. No, That's Jenny from the block. Let, let, <laughs> let's hear what you got coming because I know you said you were writing or you have what what, you, what stage of that film yeah, are so you I'm, in? I'm on the 11th draft of a new film. Um, hold up, hold up. I, I'm glad you just said that because I I I I, I heard something about you where you rewrote <laughs> the first film that you submitted to the film festivals. 54 52 times. 52 times. Not crazy. 52 Jesus. times. She submitted a film, a, a script. The, um, the, what's, t- tell Ima- me the name Imagine again. I'm Beautiful. Imagine I'm Beautiful. 52 times. And you won mad awards for it. Yeah. But 52 to time. Do you guys hear that? Like, 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 I think you guys really need to understand that because a lot of you write films first draft and you're like it's the greatest boom let's shoot it 52 times well you know we have the producer our producer telling us that we have to hurry up wrap it up run out of time. so let's go back to no no no, no 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 so let's go so 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 oh, you want to say yeah yeah okay <laughs> yeah yeah because he, you, he he likes to be very eloquent and you take a long I time tie on. so 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 <laughs> so tell us what you got cracking tell yeah. us where we can find you as well okay Instagram. So my, uh, Instagram. I'm on all the social media, but the best place is my website, which is NaomiMcDougallJones.com. Um, my next film is called Hammond Castle, and it's a about a seven-month pregnant woman who gets locked overnight in a castle full of famous ghosts. Damn, that sounds dope. Full like of that. famous ghosts? I like that. Yeah. I like that outside of the box yeah. thinking. I like that. Yeah, is Elvis there? No. Oh, okay. no. Well, Naomi, listen. And, 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 and then, uh, you gonna say that? You gonna do that? That's not right. Let me say Instagram, Twitter. Yeah, like, I'm on Instagram, Twitter. Everything is. All the things. Naomi McDougal Jones. Yep. McDougal is your family name, the Scottish part, Scots, and then yeah. Jones is the black guy you married. No, I'm just, I'm just messing with you. She said he's a white guy. We want but we would like Scottish. Naomi, Scottish. Scottish. Naomi, Naomi, I just... <laughs> oh, I don't know. Okay. Naomi, like, I, I just took Cisco's battery out, so we only got 10 seconds, but believe me, it'll recharge. I got so, a string. Really quick, I want to I wanna let you know that you are friend, a friend of the show, and you yes. can come back anytime. We want you to come back because we want to see your progress. We yeah. want to hear about it. We want to talk yeah. about it. Hopefully, Cisco is the light-skinned Puerto in your movie, and I'm the brown, black man. You're still going to be a thug. In her, in her next movie, you're going to be robbing her. And where, and, and where can we go? Rob me a little harder. Just push me down. You're, just gonna, you're gonna be the guy where she's walking down the street and she puts her purse on the other side. Where can we buy your book? Where can people buy your book? Anywhere books are sold. It's available. It's hardcover, audiobook, which I read. It's on Audible and ebook anywhere. It's on Audible. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Yo. Thank you so much for having me. Yes. This was I'm not. <laughs> I'm not being. Fake. Uh, Worst experience of your life. This was the craziest podcast I've ever been on. <laughs> you was, live in Brooklyn. What so part of Brooklyn? Do you still live in Brooklyn? But you still live in Brooklyn? No, I just moved to Atlanta. Oh, oh, wow. You used to live in Brooklyn, so you already know how we get down. What part of Brooklyn? Fort Green? East Flatbush. Oh, wow. That's my pops' boys. That's my pops' blood boy. Yeah, yeah. She likes so, to make stuff. <laughs> hey, this is the Acting Up Podcast. I'm your boy, Cisco Reyes, and this is... Malik Barn. <laughs> and we need all of you to make sure that you guys follow at Acting Up Podcast on Instagram. We also have the website. It's yeah. under construction. Yes. Um, at Acting Up no G at Gmail and 
I am Cisco Reyes at Cisco Reyes, C-I-S-C-O-R-E-Y-E-S, and Malik Barb, M-A-L-I-K-P-A-R-N-H-N-E-T. Yeah, yeah. And that's another one, baby. We'll catch y'all next time. Hey, yo, y'all stay safe. Quarantine yourself with a lots of water. He's long-winded. Go. <laughs> no. no. Next one. Talk shows when they like act like they talking and shit like that. Like, let's do that. Hey, keep it rolling. <laughs> oh, yo, keep it rolling. That's just this one. Oh, we still rolling? <laughs> that was fun. Great, great job. Great job.